Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Seriously, get this crappy Formula One off the TV. I don't want to watch this crap, man. Nobody watches this. I'd rather watch uh, reruns of ALF. This stuff stinks. Oh, we're on the air? Oh, my God. Uh, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. You can uh, listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app, and we do it every single week at this time from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. The pride of Dublin, Ohio. The heartbeat of the state of Ohio. So much so that he left to go play in Indiana. Ladies and gentlemen, Brady Quinn. <laughs> why, why, why does the, the fact that it's one state over I don't and know. it was a private institution, why, why, why do you always have to point that out? I don't know. I just, you know. It's funny, man. Why do you have to point out that uh, you know, I worked at Chuck E. Cheese? It's funny. You know, you know, I I actually seldom mention that you like to bring it up because you think it brings you more street cred. Just because you were self-proclaimed the best uh, Chuck E. Cheese, that, or I guess Chucky that, that Chuck E. Cheese has ever had. By the way, I forgot we were talking like all the jobs that we've had when we were younger. Yeah, I forgot I was a janitor at an elementary school. True story. When I was younger, janitor. What do you mean when you were school. younger? Like I feel like that's fourteen a- years old. It was this, you, can't, like, you can't be a yes, janitor at 14 God, years It was old. this student, uh, like a student helper or whatever position, and I needed that a doesn't job. doesn't count then. And that I that a, doesn't count. What do you mean? It's a job. I went that's there every like, single day and no, I worked. That's like when someone's like, yeah, okay. when I was 14, I worked for my dad. All right. So like, then, oh, okay. Here so, we go. So let, you go clean the urine-soaked rugs and carpets off uh, elementary school kindergarten kids during the summertime when it's 98 degrees out and the humidity and the smell makes you want to vomit. Uh, and then Jonas? you tell me that. That's not a real job. I worked at the Bogey Inn. 
it entailed that amongst everything else, (laughs) just like the name sounds like. At 14, what do you think a busboy does at that point? Yeah, You're literally cleaning up human feces because they got so drunk, they thought a bucket next to the volleyball court was a toilet. Oh, you mean it's not? I mean, I don't know. I don't know who hasn't done that. You see, but that's you and I, we personify the hard hat, lunch pail to work kind of guy. We have grinded, we have slummed it, and here we are in prime time on Sunday Night Sports Radio, Brady Quinn. How about that's that? That's right. That's right. Uh, Highest rated yeah. on, on this station <laughs> yes. in this time slot. Yeah, when we're hosting. When, when, we're, yeah, when yeah. we're actually hosting. <laughs> yeah, so listen, there's a lot yeah. of, there's a lot of uh, things that have to, have to fall in place for us to be the highest rated, but, but we do. Okay, a lot of qualifiers, but it does happen. Let me, uh, let me just get to this here because I, I wanna, first I want to preface this by saying that Brady and I are going to start off with the World Cup. Now, 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 before you turn the station, because I know what you're thinking, I don't want to hear about the World Cup. I can't even pronounce these guys' names. I don't even know what the hell's going on. Uh, I don't even speak the languages. Before you go anywhere, we are going to make it a tantalizing conversation about the World Cup, one that is really tough to do. We are going to do the impossible right now, and we're going to do it by starting with Brady Quinn. Brady, your thoughts? <laughs> Thanks for putting this all on me. <laughs> you know what? No, no. So, so my first thought was, and it was after watching uh, Germany versus Sweden. And now we've got our whole knockout pool thing, or our survivor pool, I think is what we call it. I think I, I think I called it a suicide pool, which doesn't work out well, right? It doesn't. You only get one shot. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, it doesn't. I, I, I would have been dead. I would have well, been dead after the week one. Um, unless you're, well, I don't want to yeah. say that. Uh, yeah, let's not. Let's not go. Too there. many dumps it's, in the last 15 minutes on the network. Uh, I don't want to go there. <laughs> inside radio jargon for you. Uh, yeah. All right, go right ahead. Uh, moving on, moving on. Um, you know, it, it was so it was a one-one game, and basically Germany scored to go ahead to one, which kept me alive uh, in our survivor pool. But also, just you know, from watching the match, uh, I'm kind of rooting for Germany, and it's it, it was crazy because I kept thinking in my head, you know, I've watched a lot of these games now in the World Cup, and for everyone who says like they're not into it because there's not as much scoring or it's not as fast paced. I, I can't agree, man. It, it's been awesome. It's awesome. It really has been. It's been so much fun to watch. I, I'm with everyone else who complains about you know guys kind of flopping and, and faking injuries, but there is kind of a strategy to it, you know, especially when they're in the box and it gets them a penalty kick. Like I can see why you'd want to do that. It, it, to me, it's a little bit different when um, you're talking about the NBA, where it's not like you're going to get a huge benefit by flopping. Maybe a foul. That's that's about it. Depending on. You know how many fouls that guy has. Maybe it's a little bit more influential. But my, my whole thing is like I, I kind of get it now. Like the more I've watched, the yeah. more I've started to appreciate it, and, I'm, and the more I've appreciated the fans and the reaction. Like the video I, I saw that earlier today, but the one you sent me about England. I don't know if you saw that bar. Oh, it's awesome. The H- oh, uh, like HQ or whatever it's called in England. There's a video that's surfacing of when England scores their first goal, and it looks like a rave. It, it's unbelievable just the, the how excited the people get. And I, I've always... Um, By the way, they scored six goals today. They did. So yeah. so someone probably died of alcohol poisoning. Now, of course, I mean, but listen, uh, you know, uh, God rest their soul. Uh, at least you hit the over. God right, save the queen. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that, that's what I always say. Um, I, I like soccer, and I've been a, a fan of soccer for a while because I have a buddy who's um, Italian. I mean, his family is straight from Italy. And David they, Anderson? No, no. Yeah, no. Anderson. When yeah. I think Italian, I think David Anderson. I thought it maybe his mom's side or something. Uh, no, absolutely not. Not even close, as a matter of fact. <laughs> uh, but he is he, – so they're diehard Italian soccer fans. So I sort of learned 
by watching Italian soccer years and years and years and years ago. And so I know who a lot of these players are because I'll watch some of the bigger events like uh, the European Cup, uh, the Premier, Premier League, League, all, all that, that stuff. Yeah. And so I, and, and those are the best players in the world. But it's all about the pageantry. When you're watching the World Cup, it's just the pageantry, how excited the people get. And because I grew up, and you grew up in the Midwest, but I grew up with Midwest ties because my dad's from Illinois, Monmouth, Illinois. And so I, 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 we have a lot of family out there. We, I grew up around NFC Central football. Right, like you, yeah. you, you know what that's like growing up yeah. in the Midwest. It's it was always low scoring, uh, defense wins championships, ten to three, ten to six finals, seventeen points was an was just a an outrageous number to score. Uh, the Bears at one point had more rushing yards than passing yards in a season as a team. Like I grew up around that, so when I hear the people bitch and moan about, well, I mean, look, I watched a game for uh, ninety minutes and they only scored one goal. I don't mind it that much. Like I actually like the strategy involved. I like the play in the middle of the field, seeing how they work. If you watch an MMA fight and you get bored because guys are, are doing jujitsu on the ground, then you're just lazy and you're not thinking about what's happening. You just want to see a couple of uh, uh, meatheads throw punches and, and kicks and knock each other out. When you actually understand the strategy and you pay close enough attention, I find it fascinating. So I'm, I'm all in on the whether it's one nothing or not. I don't need a lot of uh, goals. I don't need any of that. To me, it's been one of the most exciting tournaments I've seen in a long time. Yeah, it's been a ton of fun. And, and as I kind of said to you before, I know some people are obviously upset the U.S. isn't in it, and I am as well. But it also saves us the disappointment because we would not perform well. I mean, oh. I, I'm trying to think what group we could be in. Maybe um, – I'm not even – honestly, like I don't know what group we could be in where we would have any sort of success of getting to the knockout stage. Listen, Poland – Poland has stunk this World Cup. Poland would sandblast the U.S. I mean, it wouldn't be close. We're talking 6-0, if you will, for you uh, you soccer fanatics out there. Uh, let's go live to our what group would the USA be in if they weren't a crummy uh, football team. Uh, Steve DeSager for the latest. Uh, and that host speaking is the guy who picked Poland in our pool for this past week. Uh, that, know, I think no. that's a racially charged statement by Steve hey, DeSager. DeSager but we'll does that fly, mean Jonas is out? Isn't that two weeks in a row? No, well, actually, he should be out because Poland lost twice since last Sunday night show. Uh, shenanigans. <laughs> We're going to get to that later on because I got screwed over. I got completely screwed over by members of the of the show here. But Steve, what group would the U.S. be in? My assumption is that they would have had Panama's place. Therefore, it would have been in the U.S. against England today. England oh. that was up and five Belgium? nothing yeah. at the half. And Gosh. We ha- we played at Panama last year, one of the qualifiers, and tied Panama one one there. Yeah. So uh, just to give you an idea, we couldn't even beat Trinidad last October in our finale, and that's why we're out. Yeah, that would have been a rewrite in history. Yeah, that would have been a, a pipe job. War. And, and then what happened sure. this at the exact same time last October, Panama scored in its qualifier in the 88th minute and passed us in the standings. We lost. They won at the same time. They went. We did not. No, well, there it is. You have a question about the World Cup, Brady. You just turned to Steve DeSager. He is our World I, Cup I, insider. I was going to say he's all over it. Yeah, he is. I mean, well, comparatively, is... around here. <laughs> yeah, actually, by the way, it's it's not actually that hard to be uh, all over it comparatively yeah. around here. Like we've got Formula One on one of the TVs. I mean, what do you what do you think? 
Uh, well, but no, someone's got some money on that. Yeah, it's got to be Eric, right? Yeah, I've got money on them not making a left turn. Is what I've got. Um, <laughs> all right, so so Jonas Knox, uh, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Um, Brady's all fired up about the World Cup. He's excited. Now I want to ask you this though: um, Is your wife listening to the show right now? No, she is not. Okay. And I was going to say, like, I, I'm so fired up. It's kind of like remember the first time you get the swimsuit. You know, an issue from Sports Illustrated. Like, um, that excited. Like, running around the house, hmm. that excited. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't. That sounded really. I couldn't really run around anywhere after I got the swimsuit edition. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was unable to do that. Uh, it's just a fun way to get. No, it. I mean, listen, that's enough. You can. It's just a little bit uncomfortable. It is absolutely uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and uh, and very obvious what is happening. Um, but the reason I ask whether or not your wife is listening is because she's a former U.S. Olympian. Correct. Um, and um. I want to make sure that she's not listening because she also happens to be Italian, and I know how they get down when you piss them off. Um, <laughs> do not repeat this to her, but I'm just going to say it. Uh, the World Cup is a thousand times better than the Olympics. It's not even close, man. Not even close. A thousand times better, top to bottom. Do not repeat that to her. I don't want to wake up uh, with a nine millimeter to my head. All right, I don't want to deal with that. Do not tell that to your wife, please. I, I, I can't agree. Um, and it's, it's, not, it's no bias intended. It's just, it's just for the fact that the Olympics has another feel to it. Like Now, for soccer, completely different, right? As far as what you're looking at is you know, the, the creme de la creme. But for, for like you know, gymnastics or for other sports like track and field, no. Like it's, that, that's a terrible... That's a terrible statement to make because it, it is. It, it, it is the precipice. It is the you know, biggest moment in all this. I mean, think about swimming and everything else. Like Michael Phelps is, is regarded as one of the greatest athletes of all time because of the Olympics. You can't just all of a sudden discount it because one sport has a better tournament outside of it where people traditionally look at that and say, no, that's actually a, a better tournament that distinguishes one team as being the world champion. Like, I'm sorry, that's a terrible point on your uh, part. Well, I, I would also say, um, uh, if you want to talk about terrible points, you bringing up Michael Phelps, I believe, to be a terrible point because of the fact that a guy who raced a computerized shark a year ago is even venturing into the conversation <laughs> is amazing He's to me. He's got the most medals of anyone in, in you know, Olympic history. Yeah, medals, schmedals. I'll take the World Cup no. any day of the week. But no. please don't re- repeat that to her, please, for the love of God. I feel um, like you're just you're riding on the hype train right now. I'm not. I, I just are. I'm into it. Listen, I like the World Cup. All right. So, and by the way, if you did not like this segment and us talking about soccer, Brady's idea. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, <laughs> Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming up next here on FSR. So we've got uh, we've got a little bit of an issue, and actually, it's a big issue in the NFL. A big NFL issue. We're going to have that for you next here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. So Brady Quinn and I have a little, uh, there's a little bit of a dilemma, NFL related, uh, a little bit of a dilemma. And um, that dilemma is the Jameis Winston dilemma. So if you're just uh, new to it or you have not heard the news or I don't know what the hell you've been doing, but Jameis Winston suspended three games. Um, now, they, this actually could turn out to be more than three games, couldn't it? Like if they go back and decide if they want to punish him more, um, I know he, I, I read somewhere that he's not going to appeal it, um, but but this could could this turn into more than three games for this guy? No, uh, to the best of my knowledge, no. Okay, uh, only because 
And I think that was that was why I believe it was Jameis Winston's campaign that leaked this out uh, because they wanted to get out in front of it. And and here's here's what I think happened. So typically, and what we're talking about is an incident back in March of two thousand and what sixteen, right? Yes, where Jameis Winston allegedly had grabbed the crotch of a female driver for Uber, and. This has gotten, you know, it's been a long time coming where the NFL's had an investigation. I don't believe there's actually any charge. I mean, these are all just allegations from a legal standpoint. Yeah. But the NFL obviously has done their investigation. They feel like they have enough evidence to punish Jameis Winston. But the interesting thing is, for for these sorts of domestic violence issues, which that's falls under the player conduct policy, that kind of falls under this, but for domestic violence in particular, which that would kind of fall into this group, it's typically a six-game suspension. Now, the fact that it's three means that maybe there was some sort of negotiation throughout this whole process between Jameis Winston's you know, um, agents and maybe his, his personal attorney. I'm sure he has someone outside of just his agent as well. So there had to have been some sort of agreement for it to be already be three, and that's also why he's probably not going to appeal it. He's just going to take the three-game suspension and hope to move on and not face any other backlash from all this. Now that could be possible if there's no other evidence or anything else doesn't come forward, which if, if, if we'll go back in time and remember the Ray Rice situation, yeah, he was suspended for what, one game, two games? Yeah. And then the video comes out, and now all of a sudden it, you know, the NFL finds himself in a position where they're saying, you know, we've already punished them. The team ended up dismissing him, and then just no one won the touch him at that point. And and here's the part. So a lot of people are outraged, saying, "How can Tampa Bay stand by this guy? What you know? What are the Bucks doing? Yada yada yada." This story's uh, over two years old. The details of the story have been out since November. The woman didn't even uh, press charges. She just filed a complaint with Uber. If you go to BuzzFeed, they've got screenshots of her filing the complaint. BuzzFeed corroborated details of her story with five different people that she told about the incident. Here's the other thing. Uh, what kind of weirdo sits in the front seat of an Uber? Yeah, you know, you you sent over this message earlier about that. So let's just break this down. So if you order like an Uber X, okay, and like I'm I'm taller, I've got long legs, you know that, and I need All more space, man. Yeah, okay. so I, I need more space. So if I, if I'm getting a small vehicle, I, I, there's times when I'll sit there like, you know what, I'll just sit in shotgun because I've got to sit in the back of like a I don't know a Chevy. Volt or something small. I, I have no idea. Just, hmm. It was the first color, car that came to mind. But I, you'd rather sit shotgun so you have more room than sitting in the back. I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah. Or if you do order an Uber X, there's obviously three people, including yourself. Someone's got to sit in the front. I mean, you can only sit two in the back. Well, if there's nobody in the back and you sit in the front, I just want you to know, as a friend, right? I'm telling you this as a friend, yeah, and, um, we go. and and we're not on there the air. Go. We're not in the air, so I'm not going to air you out here in front of people. That's the good yeah. thing about what I'm yeah. about to do because I am a good friend like that. But if you do sit in the front seat of an Uber and there's nobody in the back, uh, you're a weirdo, all right? And I just want you to know that that Uber driver also thinks you're a weirdo and probably a whack job. You know, you're you're walking right back on something you said earlier. You, you kind of made yourself sound like a man of the people, and then now, you, you no, know, no, no, no. Here's Jonas Knox. This is it's the Jonas Knox show. Jonas has to be <laughs> driven around. 
that's why you don't want to sit in shotgun because you don't want to make it look like you're actually maybe driving with a friend or someone that's an acquaintance. Better believe no, no, it. No, 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 no. You have to be living the high life, my friend. You have to be driven around. Um, so God forbid someone catches you in an Uber car where you're not sitting in the back seat because they might think, oh, my gosh, who's he driving with well, right it, now? It, Some it, random person. It's also a little bit of paranoia because I want to uh, know what's happening in front of me. Uh, that that's that's the goal here. I don't want to be sitting next to some guy and I think he's plugging his iPhone in and next thing you know he's got a file down toothbrush that ends up in my rib cage. I don't want to deal with that. So I'd rather just sit in the back and avoid any confrontations. Listen, me being a man of the people, I don't deserve the front seat. I want to be like the common man and sit in the back seat. I'm not like Brady Quinn here. You, you actually probably deserve the trunk. Uh, <laughs> like, like that's where that's that should be the option for you. Yes. Next yeah. time, next time, like we take an Uber together, <laughs> I'm just gonna open up the trunk. Make sure you open up the trunk, and, we, and, uh, you're, and you're, <laughs> we're gonna see how how the, how the Uber <laughs> driver takes that. Your buddy's gonna ride the trunk. Yeah, he's gonna ride the trunk. Yes. I'm gonna sit in the back, and that's uh-huh. how we're gonna ride. Absolutely. Um, here's here's the other part of this as well too. So people are outraged, and they're calling out the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they're saying, what are you doing? How can you stand by this guy? This isn't the first time that we've seen this, right? You knew the guy made questionable decisions before. That's on record, whether it was the, the stuff that happened at Florida State, the accusation there, him standing on a table in the middle of campus yelling, bleep her in the bleep, right after that was going down. Then he gets to the NFL uh, he's got this incident now where he grabs some woman's crotch uh, as they're waiting for food at a drive-thru. Like, you knew this a while back. This is not new news, okay? But we've seen this before. Ben Roethlisberger was accused of sexual assault twice. Two times. He was suspended. The Steelers never got rid of him, clearly, but they were listening to trade offers at the time. I remember hearing about that. So it's not like this is just a, a new thing and it's and it's earth-shattering all the way around. Like this is old stuff that is being brought up. It doesn't make it okay, but to to point at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and say, "Oh my god, how could you stand by this guy?" Kind of an old story. The difference is Ben Roethlisberger won a Super Bowl very early in his career. I understand. He he won one his second year, right? So if, if James that, Winston, if James Winston wasn't an in his prime quarterback, is he still a member of the Bucs? Um, I don't even know if it's about being in his prime. I think if Jameis Winston hadn't won a national championship, if he wasn't a Heisman Trophy winner and wasn't the number one overall pick, right, because there's a big financial investment, um, well, I, I guess actually that decision's still yet. They still have to make that decision, so we'll see, and we can talk about that. But um, I, I think the prime part maybe plays into it, but he hasn't played that great of football. So it, it kind of makes moving on from him a little bit easier. But... That that's where the job stability of Jason Light, their general manager, who drafted him, as well as Dirk Cutter, who was elevated to be um, his his head coach, right after they let go of Lovey Smith, you know that that's kind of who it's going to fall on. And if these if if, this, if the Tampa Bay Bucks don't turn things around this year, I mean they're all three going to be in trouble. Either they're not going to exercise the fifth year option on Jameis Winston, which would pay him somewhere around twenty point nine million, I believe, for his fifth year. Uh, but the risk is this: if he plays this year and he gets injured and he can't pass a physical come March of 20, you know, 2019, guess what? You are on the books for that 20.9 million dollars. You owe it to him. So you know, the hard part about this conversation is there's there's what are you investing into as the person with Jameis Winston versus you know what you're investing into as the player. Yeah, and I think the player has upside, but obviously the concerns off the field. 
is really the worst part of all this. Now, now granted, this again, I'm not trying to make an excuse for the guy, but you know, some of the stuff we're talking about is immature, stupid, juvenile mistakes. Now, the stuff that happened in Tallahassee, look, he wasn't convicted of anything, so I can't sit there and, and I'm not going to, you know, condemn him for something that he did or you know wasn't convicted of. But it looked like something bad happened. Yeah, I mean, that kind of stuff is inexcusable and and should. You know, again, I don't know all the facts, so I'm not going to necessarily speak to that. And with this situation, again, you know, why didn't she press charges? I mean, and, and the only reason I say that is because you know, maybe she felt threatened because he's a you know an NFL football player, and there'd be a backlash and all that. Um, but you know, nothing, nothing. He wasn't he wasn't charged with anything. And and, and look, I I know what's I know what's been said by BuzzFeed. I know what she said, and I know what's he, I know what he said, and that's actually something that we should talk about because. His side of the story, if he just told the truth initially that he was the only person in the car with her, you know, it wouldn't look as bad as it does it, now. Same with Ronald Darby. If he would have told the truth, it wouldn't look as bad. Because Ronald Darby said at no point was Jameis Winston ever alone with her in the car. And it was proven, no, as a matter of fact, he was. That, well, that's not with, true. with Ronald Darby, he wasn't, right? Because at one point, they were all three. Ronald Darby, Jameis Winston, as well as the other you know, young man who's, who's now in prison. Yeah, for rape, um, which is not rape. a good look. And, and, that's, and that's where you kind of look at the tie between you know, what that, what that guy's done, then maybe, you know, it's a reflection of who Jameis hangs out with, or maybe something that would happen later on that night that was, you know, kind of brought on or motivated by that. I mean, you never know, but that, that's the kind of case that they try to make against someone. And, and so, the, you know, the point is, had he just said, look, yeah, at one point I was in lo- alone with her in the car, and, you know, I thought it was consensual, maybe, wh- I mean, whatever the case may be, because now, now it starts to make him look like he's lying. He, he made this whole thing up, or he tried to get these guys to cover for him. And it makes it, it makes him look guilty, but at, at the end of the day, I, there's still the other side of the story where you know why didn't she press charges, and, and why didn't she come forward and try to you know follow a police report and all that, you know, knowing all of this, um, because it, it would make things a lot clearer right now. The fact that there are no legal charges, and, and granted, he did something wrong. That's why the NFL is imposing this suspension. Uh, but but there's still so many question marks with it. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Coming up next, uh, there was uh, some bogus drama in the world of sports. All right, somebody tried to turn in, turn a normal situation, a normal sports situation, into a bunch of drama. We'll tell you what that is coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, you just sit back and you open up your ears and you embrace. The godlike tones <laughs> of the great Steve DeSager. Just a simple hello. Uh, the guy that was the starting pitcher for the Mets today had been in the majors over a decade, never started a game. Reliever Jerry Blevins. But he had to start today because a teammate was injured. Going up against the Dodgers, first batter he faces hits a home run. Second wow. batter he faces hits a home run. Eventually, <laughs> the game goes 11 innings, and the Dodgers won on a homer by Justin Turner. 8-7 over a Mets team that has now lost six in a row. In fact, Turner's long ball was the Dodgers' seventh solo homer of the day, which ties a National League record. There's a rain delay in D.C. right now. Bottom of the fourth, the Nationals had just tied it up. 2-2 against Philadelphia, not yet an official game. Cleveland won its seventh in a row. Reds won their seventh in a row. Extra inning wins for 10. 
Tampa Bay, San Francisco, and Toronto. Houston beat up Kansas City 11-3. Garrett Cole, 9-1, got the win. And Boston down Seattle 5-0. Chris Sale, the winning pitcher, had 13 strikeouts in seven innings. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. NASCAR win for Martin Truex Jr. Golf victory for Bubba Watson. And at the World Cup, England 6-1 over Panama. Japan tied Senegal 2-2. Colombia shut out Poland, eliminating them 3-0. And guys, the newspaper in Louisville, the Courier-Journal this week, got a hold of the contracts for the college football opener in Orlando, Louisville against Alabama. Louisville's going to be taking home $2.7 million for that night, the first Saturday night of the college football season. Alabama's payout is $4.5 million for a regular season game. The newspaper says Alabama's gotten the same amount as their opponents for other neutral site games in the last five years or so. Although, fine print, Louisville agrees to purchase at least 10,000 tickets for the game. Alabama's contract makes them buy at least 18,000 tickets for the game. Tickets at over 200 bucks a pop, by the way, the regular season opener wow. in September. Back to you. Good for them. Uh, thanks, Steve. Uh, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. That guy's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Um, before we get to this uh, bogus drama story out of the world of sports, that if you were a part of, not you, Brady, but the people listening, you should be ashamed of yourself. So we're going to get to that here in a minute. Uh, a guy tweets in, though, and says, keep up the soccer talk. I love it. And he also goes on to say, and we appreciate that. He also goes on to say, by the way, Poland would not destroy the U.S. men's national team. Last World Cup, we got out of the group of death. Yeah, that was four years ago. Four years ago, the Browns also won seven games. Things change, bruh. Okay? Things change. U.S. soccer team stinks. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, look, there's not much more you can say right now. Look, (laughs) we're not a part of this World Cup. There's some bad teams that are. And... (laughs) I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I don't. I've said it to you before. Look, it saves us the disappointment of watching and, and pulling your hair out or being upset with the result because we're so accustomed to watching the U.S. pretty much dominate in every other sport. I mean, what other sports do you watch and say, yeah, we don't do so well at that? Like, we dominate the Summer Olympics. The Winter Olympics, uh, maybe not so much, but we're in the running, right? We're, we're probably top three for medal count and all that. Um but, you know, it's like you, you get to soccer and we're just, for whatever reason, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It's not like we don't have good athletes. We just we can't seem to put it all together. I, I don't know what it is, uh, but we should, we should be one of the powers, you know, every four years that's showing up and representing and at least getting to the knockout stage. You know what I did find out this week, though? You know what was made very clear to that me? That you, you dye your facial hair? No, I don't. Okay. That's a lie. There's gray hairs it's in there. It's not a lie. There's gray hairs in there. there you know what? Not. Hey, by the way, you know what I have learned to do? Um, yeah. Blow dry my hair and style it. So cool. It's so much easier to put product in after you You know it. what? That's, uh, I'm not, here's, yeah. here's what I'll say about that. It, it it's actually isn't as easy as it sounds. Uh, it's easy for me. I, I'm a wizard with a blow dryer. I don't know what you my, no cause, <laughs> because because like my barber cuts my hair. He'll like you know they blow blow dry and they like put crap in or whatever. And, and I'm like, why can I never make it look like this? I'm like, telling I, like, you, I man. Just, I'll show you how to, to do it. it. I'll t- I'll show you how to do it. We'll drink we'll drink some red wine. Um, we'll go to your room <laughs> and then I'll show I'll show you how to do uh, the blow dryer. I'm serious. They like people have watched me use a blow dryer, and I'm like Johnny Ringo. I'm so good they call me Joni Ringo with a blow dryer. 
I don't. Are we still talking about a blow dryer? Oh, we're we're on the air. Sorry about that. I thought we were okay. break. Uh, no, right. I thought you were talking about something else. No. <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, as we venture uh, away from that, so we don't embarrass ourselves anymore. So I found out earlier this week, and it was made very clear to me that there's a reason why the NFL draft is always going to be greater than the NBA draft because the NBA draft stinks. Okay, and <laughs> I I was made. It became so clear to me that the NBA draft stinks with the crap that people were spewing out that the Philadelphia 76ers really wronged Mikel Bridges by trading him. It was such a feel-good story. His mom works in the HR department, and they drafted him, and then they went and traded him. How dare they? Are you serious, man? It's a business. (laughs) That's a business. there There are trades made all the time, and it was a trade that was beneficial to the team. Shut up. Stop crying about it. It's not that big of a deal. And uh, just just so people realize too, right? Like he, even though he doesn't get to play for the hometown team and you know be be at his mom's place of employment, um, it's it's it worked out better that way. Yes, because he makes an additional at least, and this is based off the figures um, from last year's draft class, uh, the 2017 draft class. You know, getting drafted tenth as opposed to what sixteenth, I believe, is is where you know technically the trade occurred. It's like the difference of one point eight million. Like you basically made about two million extra dollars being drafted by Philly at ten, even though you got traded out of it. I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. No, and I mean, he he can be with some up and coming stars, right? Booker's phenomenal out there. Um, DeAndre know, that's kind of another piece. Aiden, who's a close yeah, friend. Of him. And by the way, living in Scottsdale, not a bad oh, gig. Oh, oh, that is not a bad gig. That place is dangerous. Bobo knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, especially if James, especially if Jameis Winston's in your Uber. It's dangerous. <laughs> well, that, that's where it happened. I know. That's but where it happened. You, you had to bring it up. Well, you had to bring it, it, it I, I was trying to segue to, to Bobo's time out there. Yeah, Bobo, you been to Scottsdale? Never. No. Good time, man. What? Good time. Never. I have to go. It's a really good time. No, you shouldn't go, Bobo. Why not? <laughs> I just I don't think it'd be good, man. It's not a good idea. You would not you would end up with a lot of problems. Yeah, not for you. Right, a lot fine. of problems. I like problems. Yeah. No, no, not these kind no, of problems. No, no, These kind of problems. These are like these the, kind of the problems, life-changing problems. Uh, they flare up, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, never mind. Yeah, you, know, you need to, yeah. Uh, need to be careful out there uh, in what Scottsdale. What are you talking about, Vegas? Um, There's more than one reason why I like USC. So, so, <laughs> so he, he gets traded, and he's on the Suns now. And people are, are crying about it and saying, man, the Philadelphia 76ers really wronged him. I can't believe they did that to him. I can't believe uh, uh, they, they would do that to him and his family. I actually respect the 76ers more now that they traded him away. If they would have kept him, it would have been a PR pick. And I can't stand PR picks. I didn't like the Michael Sam pick because I felt like it was a forced PR pick. I thought the Jared Goff pick at number one in L.A. was a forced PR pick. I thought Lonzo Ball getting drafted number two overall. <laughs> Wait, what? And that guy Jared the- Goff, hold on. Jared Goff number one was forced PR? Yeah, it's PR pick. They were the, new, you, team, they were the new team in town. They were the new team in town. Oh, jeez. Come PR on, pick. man. That- that was the quarterback pick. they wanted. They traded up to get him. That's, like what, that's what I mean. There, there was no reason. Okay, who would have been a better okay, – let me ask you this. Over the past two years, who's been a better quarterback, Case Keenum or Jared Goff? Jared Goff was a better quarterback last okay, year. Okay, over the past two years. Jared Goff was a better quarterback okay, last year. Okay, over the past two years. He's been in the Jared league two Goff years. Jared Goff was a better quarterback I'm talking the past year. two years. Since he, just, he was drafted. He just went through a coaching change. Okay, so you mean to tell me that they couldn't do at least what they did his rookie year with Case Keenum if they would if they would have just kept Case Keenum as the quarterback and the starter the no. entire time? No. Wow. All 
right. Jared Goff has more upside than Case Keenum. Okay, if I'm you not ta- can't see that, then you, my friend, are blind. Brady, I'm and not it's talking. It's amazing that you got to work today. I, I'm not talking. Well, listen, uh, I, I'm in an Uber. Uh, I'm not talking about front seat. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm not talking about the fact that he was uh, has more promise and all that. I'm talking about the fact that the Rams jumped up that many spots to take a guy who wasn't ready to play. He wasn't ready to play. He didn't even suit up the first game of the season. To it me, doesn't it was a PR matter if pick. he was ready or not. PR that pick. was the pick they wanted. PR pick, man. That is, dude. That is unbelievable. It's a PR pick. You're Come standing on, on toothpicks. I'm not. That, that's like the. That's like the worst point ever. It's a. It was if a PR if pick. He's there, well, if he thought. If they thought he was the the best thing for the organization, the quarterback, they went and got him. They had a new head coach. You don't think Sean McVay wanted to, wanted to get a quarterback in there? He felt confident he could win with. They well, they had to get a quarterback in there. They had to get a coach in there to work with that quarterback because the first year was a disaster. And yeah, he said he, he's because had one of the offense, year. all that. That's how they paired and, them together. And we got to slow it down on the whole Jared Goff's the guy thing. He had one decent year. Come on, he had one decent year. He's Law moving in the right direction. Okay, I'll put it this way: Are you betting on Case Keenum the rest of his career versus Jared Goff? Who's Case Keenum? Who are you even talking about right now? Why are you bringing? He's Case the starting Keenum quarterback for the Denver. Broncos? I know he is. Uh, I'm just saying, if you were to go, if you were to tell me, look at the, his rookie year, that the Rams couldn't have gotten more done if they would have just played Case Keenum the entire year. I think that's crazy. <laughs> I think it's crazy. I, I, that, I, I think you're you're misinterpreting how the beginning of the season well, went. Uh, but that's beside all that. Okay, we'll agree to disagree. I'm not a big fan of PR picks. So when the 76ers took Mikel Bridges, it felt like a PR pick. The fact that they traded him away and got a better deal and it works out for him, the crying afterwards is just another example of why the NBA draft stinks. People were trying to find storylines to grab onto. It's never going to be the NFL draft. The Pro Bowl did o- over double the amount of viewers that the NBA draft did. I mean, come on. Well, there's there's a couple issues. For starters, though, I like your point, but I'll phrase it in a different way. For years, we saw the 76ers tank, right? And and they always say, trust the process, trust the process. So for a while, like, you couldn't take some of the decisions that they made seriously. And then after taking Markel Fultz number one overall, and with what happened in his rookie year, you know, you're, you're looking at it saying, can, can you really afford to make picks that don't work out? But look, they're, they're, they're making a pick, and they made a decision that they felt like was in the best interest of their team moving forward. And I think that's what you kind of have to come by or, or come away with saying, like, th- this, was a, this was a good move for the 76ers. It wasn't something where it was a player who maybe could help their team get better, but, you know, where does he kind of fit in with what they already have? Um, and and now that, all that being said, like, I really like Mikel Bridges' game. I think, he, like, from watching the tournament this past year and watching him um, just, you know, for Villanova, like, you could kind of tell all his skills really translate uh, to the NFL or the NBA game really well. Um, so I'm kind of curious to see what he'll look like, but it was it was more of the manner in which they went about doing it, only because there's a little heat for taking Markel Fultz, right? We always talked about that with, with Jason Tatum. You know, don't they wish they could have that pick back yeah. maybe uh, in, instead of taking Markel Fultz? But, you know, now in, instead of making a pick and then sticking with it, they saw a better opportunity, they took it, and that's a good sign that their management – um, is is kind of in the right position, right? As as far as some of the decisions that they're making moving forward. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, he's here, everybody. I have got it on good authority. Live bet Jesus is hovering somewhere around the building. I have no idea what the hell he's going to bet on. I don't even know if there's an actual game on. Uh, none of the TVs work here in the studio. Live bet Jesus promises he'll be here, and he's going to make you money. And that's next here on Fox Sports Radio. 
There's a better way to buy home insurance with Progressive's new Home Quote Explorer tool. Get a custom quote and a great rate all online. See for yourself how much you could save at Progressive.com. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. So Live Bet Jesus is going to appear here uh, in the next uh, couple of minutes here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, if you're not familiar with the show or you're just tuning in for the first time, where the hell you been, first of all? Secondly, Live Bet Jesus is a character on the show. Brady has never met him. I have never met him. I don't know who the hell the guy is. I have no idea who he is. All I know is he appears and you don't even see him. The lights no. go out in the studio. No. A piece of paper falls down onto the desk and he makes the bet on whatever game is going on. During football season, usually it's a Sunday night football game. Um, yeah. I, it's it's crazy. So he's supposed to be coming here in, in the next minute or so uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. You, you know what else you don't see either is is the money in your wallet anymore. I mean, the way he's been betting, it's like that disappears too. And uh, you don't get anything back. So hopefully he's got a good one for us tonight. Not sure what it's going to be. Um, if I had my money on it, you know, just say just if I was a betting man, I'd probably say the Phillies and Nationals. Um, I, I bet live bet Jesus is going in that direction. So we'll see. You know what? What you know? It's it's what two two. I think if I'm not uh, mistaken. I think yeah. It's but delayed he, in the fourth inning. So you know we'll see if he's got you know if he's ballsy enough to take the Nationals. That'd probably be a better bet if you're looking at the money line. But you know live bet Jesus. He's a wild card. We don't know what he's going to. Well, bet. now I mean, do you feel better about yourself when you're bullying him? Like like, does it make you feel better? I don't. You know that is this like part of this the, the society where like we can't be critical of people who are supposed to bring value to the show. Like, we're a team, right? Like, can't we hold him accountable for stinking over the past few weeks mm-hmm. and, like, and not actually bringing any value to, to the show? I, I, I mean, I don't know why. I mean, he's the one consistent guest we have. He's the one consistent guest we have here on Fox Sports Radio. And for some yeah, reason, you feel It's, it's weird how consistent he is, yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, well, really look, I mean, he's had, he's had some rough, uh, rough days. Look, um, we've had a I'll, – I'll be honest with you. A couple of weeks ago – I was awful during the show. Absolutely terrible. And Live Bet Jesus, he's not immune to having an off off day or two. I mean, that's that just happens from time to time. I, I don't think you piling on and ripping his reputation is is the nicest thing to do. But fear, again, fear is one of the greatest motivating factors. And I think if we just keep grinding on him a little bit, you know, maybe he'll actually come up with some uh, with some good bets. Maybe he'll win some people some money. Nobody Oh boy! Uh, see again. I try and t- I tell you every week. Don't piss the guy off. The last thing you want to do is piss the guy off. Okay. The lights are completely out in the studio. All right. I don't even know what's happening here. I don't even know if I've got pants on. To be honest with you, it is bizarro world here at Fox Sports Radio. There's a a bright light shining into the studio now. A piece of paper falling down on to the desk here on Fox Sports Radio. It is falling down. If you think I'm making this up, it has now landed at my hands here. I will I will wave the paper into the mic so you know this is not a radio bit. That's an actual piece of paper. That's not a seagull uh, taking a dump on your car and flying into your windshield right now. <laughs> it's an actual piece of paper. So I will open up its contents here on Fox Sports Radio. It is this evening on June the 24th, 2018, that I, Live Bet Jesus, proclaim the pick to be Nationals Phillies under 10 and a half. How about Ooh. that, Brady? Under 10 and a half. Under ten and a half, yeah. so it's a it's a decent bet. Yeah, not, not a lot. You've never bet. been under ten and a half, pal. <laughs> so there's an NFL head coach that's going to be fired. Uh, he may already be fired. 
I don't know. It's not necessarily breaking news. It's just a very logical uh, discussion, and it makes a lot of sense when you actually break down the numbers. We'll tell you who that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. You can listen, as always, on the iHeartRadio app and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever the hell you are listening right now. We appreciate a few minutes of your time. We do it every single week from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Brady, I know you wanted to continue on with the World Cup discussion. Yeah. Um, I yeah. know I know you. Uh, that was the big, big thing you wanted to hit into. Do you mind if we venture off the soccer and get into the sport of kings, football? <laughs> of course. Okay. Uh, no- nothing wrong with that. Uh, I know there's a lot to get to in the World Cup. We'll get to that in the fourth hour. So right. yes, absolutely. That'll be uh, that'll be coming up as Brady pointed yeah. out on June the 32nd. Uh, we have a all soccer <laughs> show on June the 32nd here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, so Jameis Winston just got Dirk Cutter fired. It's over. <laughs> Done deal. Over. Done deal. Dirk Cutter is now going to be fired because Jameis Winston wanted to allegedly grab somebody by the crotch while sitting in an Uber driver in a drive through at 2 in the morning in Scottsdale. That, that's really what we're talking about here. And the numbers prove my theory and, and my thought on this because since 2007, less than 11% of teams who start the season 0-2 go on to make the playoffs. The first three games of the season for the Bucks, you draw the Saints – the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. All three were in the playoffs. One of them just won a Super Bowl. Every head coach coaching those teams has won a Super Bowl. Two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, multiple Super Bowl rings with them, high-profile offenses, some of the better teams in the NFL. That's the first three-game draw of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, oh, by the way, you go into battle with Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's 1-8 and eight in his career against those teams – you're probably going to be 0-3. And if the numbers don't support 0-2 going to the playoffs, they can only be worse at 0-3. Dirk Cutter's going to get fired. They do have an early bye. Um, they've got a bye, what, week five, I believe, after their, their first four games. So it would the timing would kind of make sense. Um, now, they do have a layup uh, before their bye. I think they play the Bears. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah, how yeah. they well, how they get two bye weeks in a row? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> hey, what was the team you grew up rooting for when you were young? Oh, I, God, I don't even remember. Was I think the, the Quebec Nordiques, if I'm not mistaken. It, it, I it was the Bears. You, you, uh, you didn't open up talking about your dad had family back in Monmouth, and you, you were going back to Illinois a lot. Uh, yeah, but guy. yeah, Monmouth, Illinois, not really in Chicago, yeah. like a two-hour yeah. train ride and all that. Monmouth, yeah. Illinois, by the way, the home of oh, Wyatt Earp. Oh, it's only a two-hour tra- train ride. Yeah. Huh? You but, know that off top Monmouth, of Illinois, the home of Wyatt Earp. Did you know that? I didn't know Wyatt that. Wyatt Earp was born there. Yeah. Wyatt Earp oh, and my dad. That was a bad man right there. Yeah, he was. Um, so back to football. Yes. So yeah, look, look, the timing of it, I think could potentially make sense. Um, kind of misleading staff for Ryan Fitzpatrick. He was two and one last year as the starter in three games. So, uh, if, if that replicated itself, they wouldn't necessarily be in a bad position. I think you have to ask yourself this is Wentz back a hundred percent by week two. Um, it looks like he's on pace, you know, based on everything we see in the off season, which is, not meaningless. I think it gives you some sort of indication of where he's going to be at come training camp. Um, but we'll obviously have, have a much better look at it in preseason. 
But on the road to start off the season in New Orleans, yeah, I'd chalk it up as a loss. I'd probably give Philly the edge week two, and I'd definitely give Pittsburgh the edge in week three. So could this team very well start off 0-3? Yes. Here's the deal, though. It's not like, like if Jameis Winston was their quarterback and they started off 0-3, different story. Because of this suspension, even as much as it is Jameis Winston's fault that they're in this position, I think their management's probably thinking to themselves, look, we're probably going to not start off overly well. We've got our backup quarterback starting the first three games of the season. And, oh, by the way, we played the defending Super Bowl champs and two other playoff teams in the first three weeks. So I think what they're going to do is you know, assess where they're at. If they're 1-3 going into the bye, probably expected. And then they're going to look at how they perform against you know, the, the Browns and the Bengals. And then they have to go on the road versus Carolina and Washington and the Giants if they're any better. Like, all of a sudden, that schedule gets a little bit softer the rest of the way. I think the most concerning thing for me is, you know, this team was a 5-11 and team last yeah. year. And they were 9-7 and in Dirk Cutter's first year. And they were that hot team, right, that everyone was talking about was supposed to take the next jump last year. They didn't. And Jameis Winston's stats kind of didn't. And they brought in Deshaun Jackson, and they helped kind of supply him with some pieces out around him. Chris Godwin at wide receiver. Um, they already have Mike Evans. And they just – nothing could really ever get going, and the defense kind of took a step back. So my, my concern is more not even so much just for Dirk Cutter's job security. It's, you know, what, what is the ownership – you know, what does the Glazer family think of this team right now? Like, are they a team that wasn't a 5-11 and team last year that just had some bad luck? Or, or was it mismanaged? You know, were there poor decision, decisions made on, on the part of the coaching staff and Dirk Cutter in particular? Um, I'm more curious to think that because, again, if you go back to Jameis Winston, he wasn't – I mean, it was Jason Light's pick. And I'm sure Dirk Cutter, you know, had a big part in all that. That's why he got the head coaching job. But, you know, technically as a different head coach. And so I don't necessarily know you can put all the onus on him. But I actually think the fact that they do have that three-game suspension at the beginning of the season with that rough stretch, if, if I'm ownership or if I'm the front office, I'm probably sitting there looking at my team saying, we're trying to win games versus playoff teams with a backup quarterback. Yeah, we're probably not going to fare too well in that three-game stretch. I just look at – if you were to look at this organization's history, I mean, Lovey Smith was gone. There's some people that think Lovey Smith got screwed. I don't think so. Um, I think this was clearly, hey, let's keep some continuity. Uh, the Giants did the same thing um, when they uh, kept uh, – his name is slipping my mind. Ben McAdoo. Yeah, Ben McAdoo is the head coach there in New York. And so they said, well, let's keep some continuity here. We've got a young quarterback. Let's keep Dirk Cutter as the head coach. There were already whispers of him getting fired a year ago. And people were talking about... Here's a direct example, because it's going to kind of play into this, right? Mike Malarkey. I mean, they they kept Mike Malarkey to keep continuity from Marcus Mariota. Um, And we saw how that went last year. I mean, they they made in the playoffs, they won a game, and he still got fired. And so that's maybe the other question is, like, how far do they have to get? And and they're in a much more competitive division than the NFC South, than the AFC South, even though that division has gotten better. So... That, that's the that's the other part is even if this team is a better team next year, they might be seven and nine with this schedule, and and that still might not be good enough. It's just so, I mean it's such a bad uh, the whole the whole thing. It's look it's bad optics for Jameis Winston, but if you're dirt cutter and you see this and you're looking just at the early part of your schedule and you're like Jesus man like the the, the numbers don't lie like there's a reason why so few teams were able to pull this off. If you're Dirk Cutter, I think the ownership is going to look at it regardless of the fact that this quarterback missed the first three games of the season. 
the bottom line is we've given you three years. You've got one winning season to show for it, and it was barely a winning season, and you missed the playoffs all three years. He's done. I mean, he, he's done. I, I don't see how he keeps his job, and not necessarily that it's his fault, but it's just a hard sell to that organization and the ownership that he's the guy for the job because – and you know how this, this is going to work. They're not going to blame Dirk Cutter for Jameis Winston's outbursts and some of the no. odd behavior off the field. But I could see them saying, we need a guy who we can ensure that's not going to happen because maybe yeah. Jameis doesn't respect him all the way. They're always going to side with the quarterback over the coach. Yeah. No, I mean, and that's that's part of it. I think, you know, there's the potential after this year, you know, after the 2018 season, there's going to be a lot of guys who could potentially be there either available either via trade, maybe free agency. And we can talk about that in the next segment. Yes. But you want me to tell you a secret? You, you, know, you want to know how you actually look at how the NFL schedule makers determine whether or not a team is going to be good? How's that? Uh, just go down the list of their games and look at how many games they play after 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Okay? Uh, you want to know how many games the Tampa Bay Bucks play after 1 p.m. Eastern? How many is that? Uh, just one. <laughs> they only have one primetime game. That's Monday Night Football <laughs> Week 3. Okay? <laughs> Typically, if they think a team's going to be good, they're, they're they're playing like three or four, and there's a Sunday night, there's a Thursday <laughs> night, there's a Monday night. Like they got a variety of primetime games, and maybe there's even some later games. Like they push them back to that like kind of four o'clock window hour. Yeah, no, Tampa, they just have one, and it's Monday night on national television, week three, after probably starting zero and two uh, for Ryan Fitzpatrick's last start. Uh, you know, at least they get to play at home, but taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, oh, that's brutal, man. Yeah, that's brutal. I, not necessarily that I feel bad for Dirk Cutter. By the way, we never broke down. Did anybody happen to see? You can spot this didn't get enough run, and I can't believe we didn't talk about it more. When I think Dirk Cutter and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a lot of people will go, "Well, I think about Hard Knocks, his time on Hard Knocks a year ago." You know what I think? That bizarre, awkward handshake between him and Sean Payton after the game last year. Mm-hmm. We never got it. We never really talked about that. What the hell was that, man? Um, I think it was how he felt like Sean handled the end of that game, right? Um, wasn't there was, it was some so sort of, weird? Well, he, I, I think he was trying to like let him know that he wasn't necessarily pleased with what Sean did down the stretch. I that was that was how I kind of took it. Like he was kind of trying to say something to him, and Sean was just like. Whatever, man. Like, <laughs> they, they just kept they kept patting each other on the shoulder harder and harder. It looked like a little kids in the playground in the sandbox. They kept doing it harder and harder, seeing if they could intimidate the other guy. It's very bizarre behavior. So, well, it's it's, it's two head coaches in the NFL. I mean, yeah. if you think that's bizarre, um, go, come to the combine. <laughs> I'll I'll just I'll invite you to the combine. Uh, next year, there's a lot of that going on. A lot right. of a lot of patting back and forth. All right, you know so let, I mean. let me ask you. This is an important question here. We're going to pitch you on the spot. Can I have some dramatic music in the background? We've got a live studio band here in attendance. Uh, dramatic music in the background, please. I got to put Brady on the spot. This is a really, really important question. A really important question here for Brady Quinn. Just some dramatic music that's going to set the tone to put him on the spot, to make him feel the pressure, to make him feel it in his bones, to make his skin crawl, to make his heart pound. I need some dramatic music. We've got a live studio band here. We pay them. Uh, we pay them out here at Fox Sports Radio after the show is over. And so we're just waiting for that, uh, that dramatic I love this music in the up. background. This is unbelievable. And, hey, Bobo, and, get off Tinder. 
And here we go. And this is not exactly the this music I was looking for. close. Because uh, this song stinks, but we'll go ahead and we'll use it anyways because we are up against it here. That is a radio term for we've got to get to break. Here's the question, Brady Quinn. A more bizarre scene. Sean Payton and Dirk Cutter slapping each other mm-hmm. on the chest after yeah. a game last year or... Jameis Winston licking his hands and saying, we're going to eat a W. This isn't even close for me. Uh, I thought the Jameis Winston licking his fingers yes. and getting trying to get the dub, that was probably one of the most awkward <laughs> things I've ever seen. It was thing I've ever seen. Like, I kind of came away thinking, I, I think he lost the team. Like At that point, if I had to take a guess, that was when, probably like week 11. They're playing Miami. They beat the Dolphins. They get to 4-6. and six. That was like the high point of their season. <laughs> And then they then they lose like the next five games, and that's pretty much it. We're, like that's when they pretty much threw in the towel. We're gonna eat a W. We're gonna eat a W. You know oh. what? I, if I was one of his teammates and say, "Hey, man, while you're eating the W, I'm gonna go eat a bottle of Jack Daniels," because that's the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. That is <laughs> that is weird behavior by your starting quarterback. So uh, there it is. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, as Brady alluded to, this hasn't been talked about enough. All right. But there are major, major quarterback decisions coming up in the NFL. Major decisions. We'll tell you who those are, and we'll tell you who it involves. That's coming up next here on FSR. Oh, man. I I can just picture Brady Quinn at the squat rack with this song playing in the weight room. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a a meathead. This was like high school, right? Yeah. Literally, Brady Quinn with a duffel bag full of creatine. At yeah. the squat rack, doing 950 10 times. It's probably I have back issues. Because <laughs> you did too, too much on the squat rack? Oh, yeah. What a terrible sound <laughs> that was. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, I mean, you got conned into it. By the way, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, this is a radio show here on Fox Sports Radio. Look, you got conned into it at the Combine. Um, you know, they, they told you, Hey, you know, it'd be a great idea if you, if you did more on the bench press than Jay Cutler did, it'd be a great idea. Oh, yeah. And yeah. You they got, got me all lathered up and yeah. they're like, go have at it, buddy. Go, go in and do it. You know? So I did. And, uh, yeah, really nothing came from that. When's the last time you maxed out on bench? I honest to God, it's been, it's gotta be minimum 10 years for me. No joke. Um, gosh, I just had this uh, conversation with a uh, buddy of mine who just retired from the NFL. And I told him. Who's that? What's his name? Uh, Anthony Fasano. Oh, he's, yeah. Uh, tied in. I, I shouldn't even say he's retired. He's he's currently a free agent. I, I don't know if he's going to pursue playing or not. You know, at, at this point in his career, I believe he's played 12 years. Um, you know, you kind of, if, if you can get another year or two, you do. But, you know, that kind of comes down to, like, what, what's it worth? But um, big, I, I, He's I, a big fan of coffee on uh, short plane rides, from what I hear. <laughs> yes. Yes, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, um, I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. oh, we're talking about you, Dude, honestly. Uh, you I, maxing I out I, I a bench. I don't know that I'd call it maxing out, but like every once in a while, like I'll, I'll put up three fifteen a couple times, just be like, all right, still got it. I mean, look, I've got a daughter and I've got another one on the way. Like, I, I've got to feel a little bit strong, or I just have to buy more guns. It's like one of the two. All right. Okay. Yeah. That that took a turn there. I've got to be honest, that took a dark turn there, and I did not uh, did not know that's the uh, direction it was going to go. But look, uh, 315, all right. Um, I don't think I'll ever bench 315, Brady Quinn. That is a fact. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I have long arms, man. I have, I have like orangutan arms. That's surprising because you're not that tall. 6'2". 
<laughs> Not you tall wish. to you. You wish. I'm six, you're I, like you're legitimately probably maybe six one. That's crap. That's crap. Yeah. I'm just saying, six combine two. measuring, you'd be maybe six one. Well, look, combine measuring, uh, I'd be six eight. Okay, the way that goes. So, um, question: Do you use gloves when you do three fifteen? No. Yeah, of course, because he's, he's an adult. It's, it's not really a true like measurement of oh, how strong God. you are. Then, yeah, Bobo. he's it's because he's an adult, and I don't have a spot either, Bobo. No. I just take it off. You know, take it off the bar and yeah. just you know throw it up a couple times. Yeah. Sorry, forgive me for being safe. Yeah. Oh, jeez. It's not about safe, man. All right, look, safe police over here. Look, look when you're uh, when you're throwing iron around, who cares about being safe? Right? Yeah. It's about getting that iron up. Yeah, it, it's interesting it that Bobo is safe in some ways, but no, not in others. The guy I, know, that kidding. I saw squat, uh, benching 315 <laughs> that had his shoulder give out on him yeah. and yeah. Talk about, on his chest. Talking about wearing gloves, Bobo. Know. You don't always wear gloves, Bobo. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> the, the, the irony of uh, of Bobo yeah. telling us to Bobo wear gloves. Bobo wearing gloves. All right. Quote, I didn't tell you to wear gloves. Yeah, okay, pal. All right. Well. We we know you do occasionally. Yes, I always. do. From time to time, I do. All right, uh, 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 let's not get fired here on the air. Uh, all right, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. We are brought to you by Granger, the products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Uh, we're going to tease ahead uh, quickly here. Five minutes from now, headline or lie here on Fox Sports Radio: the most controversial and the hottest game show anywhere on the radio dial every single Sunday night. If you want to partner up with Brady Quinn and myself. Headline or lie, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Get in line, operator standing by. That coming up uh, five minutes from now here on FSR. So there's there's major decisions at the quarterback position coming up, Brady, that a lot of people have not discussed. Take us through why this is an important year, and this time right now is when a lot of teams are looking ahead and maybe people haven't even acknowledged it. I think there, there's – you know, all, all sorts of quarterbacks in different situations. And we, we've been talking a lot about Jameis Winston, and they've got to make a decision on him as far as his fifth year, right? Because um, he's going to his fourth now. Uh, they have to make a decision upon that, which, which they did um, they, they did pick up his option. But, you know, that that they can, you know, it could be null and void after this season, and they don't, nothing, it doesn't cost them anything. There's, there's no dead cap hit um, depending on how he plays. Now, the only thing he'd be guaranteed is if he got hurt. But there's a lot of quarterbacks, actually, that are in this position, right? So, obviously, Jameis is one of them. What about Marcus Mariota? You know, you always talk about, you know, there's two guys being tied together because they were drafted one and two to the Tampa Bay Bucks, and then, obviously, Marcus Mariota to the Tennessee Titans. But he didn't have a very good year last year. Oh, God. You know, threw a bunch of interceptions, didn't look like himself. He's, he's missed a game every single season that he's played. You know, he's a guy, again, they picked up his option, but, you know, a new head coach – New offensive coordinator. If he doesn't, have, if he doesn't start putting up numbers, at some point you'd have to think, you know, maybe he's kind of tapped out of what he is, and you know, maybe we need to start start thinking about going a different direction. They did take Luke Falk this year in the draft, even though it was a six round pick. Uh, he put up some big numbers at Washington State. Um, you know, Ryan Tannenhill, he's got he's going to be paid a lot of money this year, but after this year, if the Dolphins won, they can get get out from underneath that contract. Same thing with Andy Dalton. Same thing with Joe Flacco, even though he's kind of got two years where, you know, they they would have to get through a couple years with him before they could get out from underneath this contract. But Dak Prescott, people fail to realize, you know, Dak was a fourth round draft pick, so that means he's got one less year where a team can have him under contract. So he signed a four year deal. You know, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, those guys, they signed four year deals with a fifth year option on the team side, and those options were picked up. So now they've got to make a decision on Dak kind of going into 
this year, right? Is that the similar situation that the Seattle Seahawks had with Russell Wilson? Is that why yes. they had to get that deal yes. done? That's why they had round. to get that deal right. done. Yeah, because you know, the closer you get to allowing a player like Dak, like Russell Wilson now, uh, the closer you let them get to free agency, now you're talking about a Washington Redskins Kirk Cousins scenario where the franchise tag has to be applied. That was fun for everybody. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and honestly, it, it really didn't work out for – I guess it worked out for Cousins because he got paid a bunch, but then he moved on with some other team and still got paid a bunch. Yeah. I mean, and the Redskins got Alex Smith, but you know, ultimately, in a perfect scenario, <clears throat> both both people, you know, are happy with the deal and they they stay put. And they don't have to worry about everything else. But um, yeah, I mean, that, that's that's part of it. And I think that the tough part of the negotiation is because the franchise tag was originally created so teams could keep their franchise quarterbacks. That's why they call it a franchise tag, and so it allows them to pay them a guaranteed salary for one year, which is in the top. You know, was it? You know, five, I think the average of the top five contracts at that position. And, you know, then if they can't agree to a long-term deal, they can do it again. The problem is, is now it's being applied to all these other positions. And these other positions are, are, you know, taking advantage of it because they're getting paid so much in one year on a guaranteed contract. Uh, but the, the, the teams are saying to them, but we don't want to pay you that as your average annual salary for the next four or five years. Like that's too much money. But with the quarterback, it's a little bit different story. But at some point, you're going to have to break the bank and pay these guys. So, you know, Dak's in that situation now. Russell Wilson's kind of in that situation. You know, after this year, he's, he's only got one year left. So he's, you know, they've got to make a decision on him in Seattle on what they want to continually do. You know, Cleveland with Tyrod Taylor. Look, you can make the case for Eli Manning. New head coach, new general manager. Hasn't been putting up the best stats. I mean, he looks pedestrian when he doesn't have Odell Beckham. And so at what point do you start to say, all right, we've, we've drafted a couple quarterbacks the last two years. Maybe we need to look at moving on. I mean, Case Keenum's got one year in Denver to prove himself. After that, you know, he's out. Blake Bortles, same thing. You know, he signed an extension, but if you look at it, you know, that guarantee is eaten up after, after this year. So he's got this year with, with the Jacksonville Jaguars, and depending on how that goes, they can trade him, they can cut him, and there's really, you know, no hit. So when you look at it, you've honestly got about 10 quarterbacks that could potentially be moving on from their team they're currently with after this upcoming season. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here at Fox Sports Radio. Just a little piece of uh, radio advice for the kids out there. If you're trying to get into radio, Brady brought up the name Luke Falk earlier. If you're doing radio, do not hold your tongue and say his last name. That's it. That's all I want to say. Don't do it. You'll get fired. Uh, it sounds like a very, uh, very nasty word. I'm not trying to make jokes. Okay, wait till we're off the air. Hold your tongue and say oh, Luke Falk. All right. Was that like a pity drum roll from? Was it Bobo or Eric? No, I'm not making a joke. I'm giving out. Yeah. I'm giving out radio advice here. Yeah. I'm trying to be uh, a mentor if I can. All right. Uh, Brady Quinn, uh, Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. We've got headliner lie coming up next here on FSR. If you want to be a part of it, if you want to team up with either Brady Quinn or myself. 877-99 on Fox is the number to do so. Headline or lie is next, but for all the latest from around the world of sports and a man who will never hold his tongue and say the name Luke Falk in an update, Steve DeSager. Oh, a lot of people have held their tongue regarding this show. We have had some <laughs> scoring in D.C. after the rain delay in the bottom of the fourth. It is now Phillies 4-2 over the Nationals in the top of the fifth inning. Yes, they're back and uh, no rain currently at this game. 
It's not yet an official game, but they are still going. And as far as the Dodger game, that was over like five hours ago. They're not out of New York net because of rain there and a pilot change, according to their reporter, Alana Rizzo. Dodgers still not out of New York. They're supposed to come home and start a homestand against the Cubs tomorrow night. Boston shut out Seattle 5 nothing today. Chris Sale, the winning pitcher, had 13 strikeouts in seven innings. The Red Sox are now tied with the rival Yankees for best overall record in the majors. Yankees gave up a 12th inning homer and lost at Tampa Bay 7 to six and Yankee catcher Gary Sanchez will likely go on the disabled list he left with a hip and groin injury the Dodger win at New York was in 11 innings 8-7 over the Mets sending the Mets to their sixth straight loss fact the Dodgers have beaten the Mets head-to-head 12 straight times the Reds won their seventh in a row Cleveland won at seventh straight Houston 11-3 over Kansas City losing pitcher Jason Hamill now two and nine for the Royals extra inning wins for San Francisco and Toronto golf victory for Bubba Watson. NASCAR win at Sonoma for Martin Truex Jr. At the World Cup, England led 5-0 at the half, 6-1 the final over Panama. Captain Harry Kane with three goals, including one where a teammate shot bounced off of him and in. It was that good a day. Japan tied Senegal 2-2. Colombia shut out Poland 3-0. Poland eliminated, losing its first two games at the World Cup. Four more games on the schedule tomorrow, starting at 10 a.m. Eastern time as teams play their third and final group games this week. Week, guys uh thanks steve uh, jonas knox brady quinn uh here on fox sports radio um want to let you know we are coming to you live from the geico fox sports radio studios what does it mean when geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15 percent or more on car insurance it means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago steve uh what was the name of that soccer <laughs> captain you just gave out a moment ago harry kane hmm by the way, as you speak, yeah. two more runs on the board, Phillies two-run homer. So it's 6-2 Phillies at the Nationals. Right. Does that concern you whatsoever? Uh, uh, not me, wow. but definitely a, a member of the show it does. Um, ride, live bed Jesus. <laughs> I wouldn't right now. It's it's unbelievable, though, the luck that guy has, or lack thereof. Yeah, Sure yeah. is. Well, it's right. luck. It's bad luck. Yeah, yeah you know, as, yeah. Go, as we move For along an here. omnipotent betting being. As we move you, along you here. You have better foresight. <laughs> as we uh, move along here on Fox Sports Radio, it's time for this. News. Turn on the news. Is it a headline or is it a lie? Let's go to the news desk. What's the good news? Here's Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn. Yes, uh, it is that time here on Fox Sports Radio. Headline or lie here on FSR where we give you the opportunity to team up with either Brady Quinn or myself here on Fox Sports Radio. If you think that this is not a popular show, if you think that this isn't a popular segment. I dare you to call 877-996-6369. If you do, you'll get a busy signal. That's a 1,000 phone lines here at Fox Sports Radio filled to the brim of people who all want in on the hottest game show anywhere on the radio dial on Sunday nights. So let's find out who the lucky two are. Uh, let's go to, you know, let's go all the way to Florida. Brady's neck of the woods, Ooh, where yeah. James is listening on Fox Sports Radio. James, what's happening? Hey, how's it going? Uh, what's up, going? What's what's happening, James? I hey, I'm just chilling. Was watching the World Cup earlier. Just nice, in. nice. Um, listen, we're not here, and we're not going to judge you, regardless of what your answer is, James. Um, but I feel like you deserve honesty, and I think you need to hear what a lot of people are thinking right now that are listening to this show. And that is, how much have you drank today, sir? I've had a couple drinks today. Yeah? All right. <laughs> well, Sunday fun day. It's my day off. What do you expect? Hey. I work in retail management. Hey, I, I, don't, nice. I don't blame you, man. Now, when did you start drinking? Did you go mimosas, Bloody Marys, or did you go straight moonshine right out of the barrel? 
I had a couple uh, Long Islands during the Columbia game because it was so good. All right. Nice. Good. Good. There it is. Because when I think Columbia, I think Long Island iced teas. Uh, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Uh, <laughs> Usually I, the Long Islands are like what I go to at the end of the night where I just want to black out. This is the nightcap. I don't remember when I remember anything that happened. Uh, is that the trick? I had, no. I had no idea that was the move. Uh, <laughs> all right. James, you can team up with either Brady Quinn or myself. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Who are you going with? I'm going to go with you, Jonas. All right. That's a good man. That's a smart man also because I'm due. I'm due for a win. <laughs> that's that's one way of putting yeah, it. Absolutely do. James, uh, I'm rooting for you, you, though. You're a Florida guy. I'm rooting for you. All right. Uh, let's go out. Let's keep it in the South. Uh, but let's go to South Carolina, Ooh, where Daniel Daniel is listening on Fox Sports Radio. Daniel, what's up, man? Hey, man. Uh, very excited to be on the show. Long-time listener. Oh, appreciate awesome. it. Th- this is like the uh, Steve Spurrier Bowl. We've got Florida and South Carolina here. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. This is awesome. Cox against Gators, man. Love it. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. What about the game? Okay, so uh, it's Headliner Lie here on Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn and I have headlines. We are going to read them to each other's partner. Now, you have to tell us whether or not it's an actual headline or whether or not we completely made it up. If we're tied at the end of this list, we'll go to sudden death overtime. We have a tiebreaker. Does that sound easy enough for you guys? Yes, sir. Right. Right. Okay, so Daniel, I'll start with you here on Fox Sports Radio. Again, this is Headliner Lie here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn. So I'm going to start with you. If you're ready, let's get going. Let's do it. All right, so Daniel, headline or lie? Burger King in Russia has apologized for a promotion that offers a lifetime supply of Whoppers for any woman who gets impregnated by a World Cup player. That is a headline. That's correct. That is Wow. Correct. wow. Well done, Daniel. That's correct. That is correct. Last time you were at a Burger King, Brady. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a while, uh-huh. uh, but there's so many layers to that conversation. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll get to another time. <laughs> okay. All right, James, are you ready? <laughs> yes, I am. All right, here we go, brother. Headline or lie? Man has stomach pumped after drinking nearly a gallon of paint inspired by the podcast. Pardon my take. I will go with headline. Sounds like Jonas, someone in Florida would do. Hey, James. <laughs> James, uh, James, how about we, uh, you know, like get good at this game? What do you say? You and I, let's get good at this game. Let's win. Uh, I'll try harder, but you got to remember, I live in Florida. We do crazy down here. All right, that, that is makes, true. Yeah, that yeah. is true. You know, I also hear a wild rumor and some speculation out here, but I'm hearing a rumor that you can't say that word on the air. That's what I'm hearing. You are correct, Okay. I do apologize. All right, well, let's make sure it doesn't happen again. Um, here we go. That, that's a record number of dumps in the last hour and a half here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, all right. So, uh, Daniel, uh, you have a one-point lead. We continue on here. Headline or lie here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn. Uh, All right, so, Daniel, headline or lie? A former NFL quarterback has been charged with theft after Mir Wines in Napa Valley reported a case of their Cabernet Sauvignon had been stolen recently. Uh, That sounds like another headline. Yes! Yes! That's what I'm talking about, man. Straight gas. High heat. (laughs) I love how you said Sauvignon, too. Sauvignon. Like a big doucher. Uh, right. I'm, listen. Uh, <laughs> hey, look, that's, that's, my, that's my French heritage, man. I don't need to make fun of it. <laughs> it's, it's Scottish, but we'll get into yeah, that later. Whatever. Same difference. All right, James. You ready, brother? Yes, I am. Headline or lie? 
Harry's Quality Men's Shaving Products dropped sponsorship with national radio host after it was revealed he dyes his facial hair and stencils in the bare spots. Uh, let's go with headline on that one. Good God, man. Man. Hey. It's sad, too, that a national radio host would dye his beard, though, and stencil it in. Uh, uh, it's just it's sad that that would be the case. Uh, listen, I'd love to have a conversation about facial hair with you, but you can't grow any, so I don't know That's how true. we can. I don't know how true. we can complete that. I'm, conversation. I'm like Orlando Bloom. You know, it's just it's this ratty, terrible-looking facial hair. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, that's a, that's, a, that's a racist comment by Brady Quinn here. Uh, race, is it racist? Ah, I want to see racist? what's on the other racist against Scottish people. Um, all right, so. <laughs> Orlando uh, Bloom's not Scottish. Yeah, whatever. Um, all right, Daniel, you ready here? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Headline or lie? All right, headline or lie? Earlier this week, a 23-year-old Kansas man was charged with trying to have sex with the tailpipe of a parked car. A lie. Yes! We're in uh, this, man. I'm doing my part. James, get it together. Uh, Come on, Daniel. Right. I, I need you to step up the next one, man. <laughs> what, I got you, Brady. Yeah, you imagine all who right. called that in? Who called <laughs> that in? Hey, uh, oh. what's uh, 911? Yeah, there's a guy. Uh, he's wearing a, a, a cut-off sleeves T-shirt. And, um, yeah, he's making love to a Volvo outside uh, outside this store. <laughs> well, they, they are really safe, though. I mean, Volvo's. The lady who's got her head uh. stuck in a tailpipe. Yeah, that was last week. Yeah, we, we actually had that last week. All right, James, you ready? We got to move on here. Yes, I am. All right, headline or lie? Man breaks into former residence, threatens to kill occupants, steals pulled pork sandwich. I'm going to go with lie on that one. I knew that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> Everybody Hey, uh, James, if I asked you what state this occurred in, what state would you say? Uh, probably Florida. Yeah, it was. It was in Florida. Yeah. Hey, James, uh, it's time to uh, come clean on this here. And, and, again, we're not here to judge. James could be your fake name. Nobody knows your address. We don't know where you live. Why don't you just be honest? You've been drinking WD-40 all day, haven't you? Be honest. No, I have not. Okay. I have been drinking MXD Long Island Iced Tea. All right, because I'm trying to figure out how you're 0 for 3 right now. I don't think it's ever been done. Uh, but but who needs the specific? I live in Florida, and you never know what's going to happen. All right. Okay. That is true. Uh, he's... <laughs> He's tortured by the headlines that are all around all right. him. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Daniel is next here on Fox Sports Radio. Headline or lie? Daniel still holding on to a one-point lead here. Awesome defense by you guys. or just poor offense by us. Uh, Daniel, here we go. Headline or lie? Martino's Sports Bar and Grill in Dublin, Ohio, was the scene for a bizarre scene recently in which a former high school football star dressed as a member of the village people walked in and shouted, I've got one more leg than everybody in this place. <laughs> wow. Um, headline. Yes! Yes, I finally got Damn one. It. Yes! Oh, man. It, it was weird enough I thought it might be true. I know. I know. He, he does that. He, he finds his way of doing that. Where are you from, Brady? Uh, Dublin, Ohio. Oh, what a coincidence. I had no idea. Of all the places I could have chosen, yeah. what a coincidence. Never, never heard of Martino's, though. <laughs> never heard of that place. Um, all right, James, as we, as we continue on with this defensive battle. You ready? <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Headline or lie? Man creates chaos at Borderline Bar and Grill in <laughs> Thousand Oaks, California, 
claims to be of English descent, to join the group to watch the World Cup match only to be outed as being Scottish. I'll go with Lyle on that one. Oh, my God. Look at what he did here. Look at what he did. Come on, Daniel. You got to answer here, buddy. Okay. Okay. All right, so here we go. Uh, We are all tied. One apiece here. Headline or lie. All right, Daniel. Headline or lie. A New New Jersey woman has admitted to an attempted bank robbery in Pennsylvania where she and another woman were dressed as nuns. Lie. Okay. Hey, James, we got a chance here. James, we got a chance. If you get this correct, it's over. We win. All right. James. Yeah, James, come on, James. Right. Hey, James, James, your phone's upside down, man. Come on, get it together. <laughs> hey, all right, James. Here, here we go, brother, all right? Headline or lie? Two days after not getting drafted, a sex tape drops of Jello Ball and his girlfriend. LeVar Ball, his father, claims this is the next big thing. I'm going to go with lie on that one. Oh, my God, we did it. We did it. Yes. Yeah, baby. We are back. We did it. What a comeback. What a comeback. Oh, unbelievable. What do you you think was too predictable about that? The the big thing? The next big thing? (laughs) I don't know. The fact that – I don't know. Okay. Who the hell knows? He may not even heard the question. Uh, He might be answering answering a headliner live from two weeks ago. Who knows? Uh, That was the worst segment of headliner live we've had in – God knows how long. Pretty bad. Maybe, maybe ever. Yeah, pretty bad. We'll go ahead and we'll yeah. throw that one away. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Coming up next, uh, the the harsh reality about an NFL quarterback. You're not going to like this. He's a really nice guy. But the truth, that's next year on FSR. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Um, we just, uh, we're kind of reeling a little bit here on FSR. Uh, coming off the worst segment we've ever done as a team. Um, so we are trying to well, gather ourselves. Do, do you blame the performance on us? Is it on the the players? Oh, I mean, I have a strict policy when it comes to radio. When there's yeah. a when there's a bad segment and you're the host, always point the finger, never point the thumb. It's always somebody else's fault. Period. <laughs> Period. All right. It's never your fault. And if you stick by those guidelines. You're going to be successful. I don't appreciate you staring at me the entire time you made that statement. Well, I mean, I don't appreciate you eating and then talking into the mic. Chewing gum is a difference. Is that big league chew? Yes. I haven't had big league chew. What if you swallow the gum you're chewing? I mean, then it kind of becomes food, right? I tend not to swallow. You what? (laughs) Nothing. Oh man. Okay. Um, All right. Uh, So yeah, here we are. Uh, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn. We have great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com. In 15 minutes, you could save 15 percent or more on car insurance. Okay, you made mention of something, and it needs to be pointed out. So people have now, as we've been talking a little bit about this Jameis Winston stuff, you got a lot of people out there that are now doing the whole, ah, yeah, I knew the Titans got it right when they ended up with uh, Marcus Mariota. I told everybody he was going to be the better quarterback. Um, I must have missed the time when Marcus Mariota was lighting the league up. When did that happen? I must have missed that era of football. I, I don't recall that uh, <laughs> that happening. The guy had more picks than touchdowns last year. I don't recall. When was that era, Brady? I'm, I'm confused. Uh, there really wasn't that time or era. But, look, I, I think there's been times where he's played some good football. Um, but he's been kind of average. Um, and, and he kind of the, – the thing that's more concerning to me is – 
Uh, I'm not sure really like you look at him and, and you're seeing a, a ton of upside. Uh, two years ago, I thought he had a pretty good season. Um, you know, he had 26 touchdowns, nine interceptions. He was good in the red zone. Um, but his completion percentage just kind of hovered around that like 62, 61% completion percentage and kind of around the same yards per game. I just, I'm, I'm wondering if like this is what we're going to get from him. You know, he was a guy who's a good athlete, smart kid, hard worker, all that good stuff, uh, but was a product of a system at, at Oregon. And that's where all those big numbers came from. And, and if you want to get the most out of him, you know, you're going to have to run him a lot more. I mean, and that's, that's the ultimate question is can you sacrifice that and, you know, in replace of making him a better pocket passer? When him and Winston came out, they were more celebrated than Goff and Wentz, I yeah, would say. true. And yeah. you can't well, even compare two the Heisman two. Trophy winners. Yeah, you can't even compare the two the the pair against the other pair. I, Goff and Wentz have been far better than Winston and Mariota. I, I think both have translated better to the NFL. And if you looked at Wentz and and Goff, I mean their skill set kind of related better to the NFL than at least what Marcus Mariota was doing in Oregon. Now Jameis Winston was in a pro style system, but his issue was the biggest factor that hurts you in games: turning the football over. It was like that at Florida State, especially his last year there. And it's been like that since he's been with Tampa. All right, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Live bet Jesus bet the under of 10.5 in Washington and Philadelphia. They're sitting at 8, and there's like three innings left. He's in trouble, Brady. He always is. So there's uh, sort of an interesting scenario that could play out in the NFL. We're going to get to that here coming up in just a couple of minutes. That guy over there is Brady Quinn. I am Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can listen to the show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. And every single week, we do this show from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, so let's catch everybody up. Uh, If you've missed the show so far, you've missed a lot. A lot going on on this show. A lot. Um, We dabbled in soccer. We talked a little World Cup. You know, just just showing off our well-rounded game here on Fox Sports Radio. We talked a little bit of soccer. We might even squeeze a little bit more soccer in later on uh, because I got a bone to pick with uh, crybaby uh, U.S. soccer fans who are bitter about Mexico being in and Americans celebrating them. Um, so maybe we'll uh, we'll dive into that at some point uh, later in the show. We've talked a lot about the NFL, Jameis Winston, what that all means. Um, we've got a, a game going on right now. Live bet Jesus has bet the under of the Nationals and the Phillies. The under was 10.5. They are sitting at eight runs. It's the sixth inning. There are two, uh, two uh, runners on. We've got two outs. There are two strikes. And so we're waiting to see how that turns out. There's so much going on, man. You can feel like like football season is coming up, Brady. You can feel it. like the energy in the room has been boosted. We were just talking about uh, chewing tobacco during the break. I mean, there's so much going on here, Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, there's really not that much going on. Um, you're Good just, point. You're just hoping and praying that you get out of this uh, baseball game. Excuse me. <laughs> Live bed Jesus gets out of this baseball game. And uh, it hits the under because he's had a bad streak going on right now. He's struggling. And uh, the game all of a sudden took a wild twist after that uh, rain delay in the fourth inning. Yeah, have a seat. Ride the pine, pal. End of the inning. Why do I care? Again, I don't care. I I don't care. I'm just here watching a baseball game. What do I care? It's it's a fun little Sunday night. Uh, We also talked about uh, Bobo, our technical producer, has brought in an ancient artifact from way back in the day. An ancient artifact. You find it nestled next to the Abba Zabba's and the Mars Bar's. 
uh, that ancient artifact is Big League Chew. I have not mm, seen a pack of Big yeah. League Chew in quite some time. And uh, so he's been diving in on that. Uh, last time he had Big League Chew was when, Brady Quinn? Actually, more recent than you think. There's a grocery store down where we live, and they carry some of those like old-school candies. And they actually have Big League Chew, and probably within the last year. I remember, I remember looking at it and thinking, am I too old to buy this? And then I thought to myself, like, who cares? And then I got judged by the, uh, the lady at checkout. Oh, she, she looked at me like I was like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, come on. Well, I, but I think if you like put together the different things that I that I had, I had like three bottles of wine, big league chew, and then like one other random thing, like eggs. Like I, I, it was like a terrible mixture of things that we needed, and I just threw in the big league chew. Yeah, I've thought about that sometimes. Where you've had to, you buy these random items, yeah. <laughs> and they're all together. And, and they're probably thinking, what the hell like going a serial on killer. Yeah, yeah, it's like uh, here's a here's a, a thing of paper towels, laundry detergent. Uh, some Pop-Tarts, and a ball gag. Where are you going later on tonight? It's like, I, I'm not really sure, actually. I just kind of... Well, ba- based on all of these, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, well, Where see. do you think I'm going? Uh, we'll see how it plays out. Uh, so, yeah, we talked Big League Chew. Have you ever seen somebody with an item that isn't even worth that much, but you're like, man, I'd kill to have that item? You ever seen that before? Uh, it could be like, an example. Okay, so here's the example. This is the reason I bring it up. Our boss, Scott Shapiro. Okay, who may or may not be listening to this show. He, in his office here at Fox Sports Radio, has a pack of Big League Chew with his cartoon character on it. Like a personalized pack of Big League Chew. They do that? It's unbelievable. I want it so bad. I don't know if I've ever asked him about it, but I want to get one so bad. Not with his face on it. I want to get my autograph and all my, my stuff on it, and I would never eat it. I just like put it up in a glass. I'd figure out some way to frame it. But yeah, he has that. Like, what do we oh, got to do to man. get that? I have no idea. I'll, I'll actually look that up. Maybe Pull that'll be strings. like a uh, yeah, it'll be like a birthday gift or something for you. Okay. Well, I mean, you missed the last one. <laughs> like eleven yeah, months. Well, we got eleven yeah, months. That's what happens. If you don't tell anyone. Okay. You know I mean? That's what happens. Because right. didn't Bobo and Eric as well? Because you, for some reason, didn't want to tell us. I'm not sure why. Yeah, but. you know, I like to do a little mystery. Little play the little mystery game. Yeah, um, so how uh, do you get mad at us for missing something you that you didn't tell us? No. Uh, listen, I decide what I get mad about. I'm not going to let you talk me into anything here. Okay, if I want to be mad about something, I'm going to be mad about something. I right? don't find that fair. Yeah, it's confusing. No. It does. This is what it sounds like. Right. You're a little bit confused. Uh, let's uh, before we get to this NFL story, let's go live to our customized Big League Chew Pack Insider, Eric Roberts, for the ladies. So it looks like you can get um, personalized Big League Chew for $48. You get 12 packs of your own personalized Big League Chew. Get your own, uh, your Little League photo on there. $48 will get you 12 packs. $48 for $48. Big League Chew. Yep. Kiss my ass. I'd rather wow. take the standard one. Get you could even, here. you can go, uh, they also sell mini posters and a, oh no, and looks like cool. smaller mini posters. Take a walk, 48 bucks. Get out of here. If it's not at the Dollar Tree, I ain't buying it. Bottom line. <laughs> All right, uh, Brady, uh, let's go to uh, somebody. You had a a sit-down. You had a conversation with Dak Prescott this week. Biggest takeaway. You sat, you talked with Dak Prescott. Biggest takeaway from the interview that you had with Dak Prescott earlier this week. Uh, He's he's very much aware of how big this year is for him as far as not only just contractually, but I think the fact that he's he's the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. And this isn't a shot at Tony Romo. But you're graded on the championships that you win there. You know, when, when you go and you're drafted in somewhere like Dallas and you take over as a starting quarterback, you know, that's ultimately what 
you you're trying to bring back, you know, to the fans. That Lombardi trophy that Troy Aikman was able to do three times, that Roger Staubach was able to do. Um, it's it's the thing that people always hold over Tony Romo's head. Uh, as good as statistically as he was, the lack of a postseason production and, and anything really as far as a Super Bowl and all that, you know, that's that's going to be the difference. Is if Dak can provide that or, or produce that, um, that's going to be the difference as far as how he's remembered, and 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 the rest will take care of itself. But you could tell. Uh, as far as his focus, where that's at, as far as how he's going into the season, um, that he understands the importance of it. And, you know, he understands, too, that he's not going to have his two top targets from a year ago. You know, he's not going to have Jason Witt. He's not going to have Des Bryant. And I, I thought the most surprising thing he said was, because we asked him, we're like, you know, did you have any inclination whatsoever that Jason Witt was going to retire? He said no. The day before, he goes, I was throwing to him in seven on seven. You know, we were talking about different routes and stuff and different, different concepts we were working on for this upcoming season. He's like the next day, you know, he's, we find out he's retiring. Uh, he's like, I had no idea. Wow. So, um, you know, it, it was, it was, it's kind of weird to think, like, that's how that, you know, whole situation transpired. I would have thought that Dak and Jason Wynn would have been close enough where he would have at least given him some sort of inclination that he was potentially leaning at leaving. Some... <laughs> Somebody from Jason Witten's camp had to let somebody people in different places know that he was already thinking about walking away. Because is the deal with ESPN done? Is the Monday Night Football deal done? I believe so. Okay, yeah. but you remember before that, his name randomly popped up as one of the names in the Tennessee Vols head coaching search, and right. people thought it was very weird. Like, God, how would his name pop up like that? And I wonder if it was his people sort of feeling out. What's available? What's out there if I want to walk away? And until he had something set in stone, he wasn't going to make a decision, which is what leads me to believe that the reason Dak Prescott didn't know is because it wasn't set in stone yet. That could be it, or it could be because the Tennessee fan base is delusional. Oh, yeah, they're insane. And, uh, you know, even when they have a good candidate, they just, you know, go ahead and blast them, um, and and they make sure that they never have any opportunity to coach there. (laughs) So, you know, they they can just go ahead and live in the bed that they've made for themselves. Uh... Um, but that's a whole other story. Yeah, so we won't go there. Uh, but that is um, that is surprising though. He's throwing to a guy one day, and the next day he's like, "Yeah, I'm out of here." Yeah, and and you know, and talk with him. You know, my biggest question to him was like, "What did he learn?" You know, typically from your rookie year to your second year, it, it's a big jump. And for him, he didn't have Zeke Elliott for six games, and he didn't have you know Tyron Smith for a while. And he said, "You know, I, I realized very quickly, you know, how fast things can change. You know, where everyone's patting you on the back, telling you how great you are." And then the next thing you know, during a six-game stretch, he's like, all of a sudden, we lose three in the row. We can't, you know, we didn't score a combined ten points in those games, and people are saying I shouldn't be quarterback anymore. We made a mistake, you know, and all this stuff. And and so, you know, he's he's very much aware of the expectations, uh, where he needs to get to, uh, but but also kind of like taking on that challenge. And you know, as we touched on before, this is a big year for him, and, and more so than others because. You know, again, with a first-round quarterback, you've got that fifth-year option if you're the team to take advantage of. With Dak Prescott, no, you get three years of him playing, and you better have your mind made up of what you want to pay this young man. Now, some of that might be statistically driven, and maybe it'll be closer to a Andy Dalton-type deal, Ryan Tannehill-type deal. Um, but, you know, again, he can he can choose to put them in a situation where 
He doesn't want to agree to it. Goes into his last year, and they either release him or they would franchise tag him, depending on how things go. And and that would be kind of an interesting scenario. Um, and and then look, they they did take a quarterback behind him. They did take Mike White out of Western Kentucky, who who people like, not as high as we thought, but uh, it's not like they don't have you know a young guy behind him who's you know maybe thinking he's just as good and he wants to prove something. Is he closer to the Dak Prescott year one or closer to the Dak Prescott year two in your mind? You know, it, it's such a tough question to answer because that's what so I do. I ask targets, the tough questions here. So many um, receptions just went out the door with Witten and with Des Bryant, and you know, it, it's hard to get a sense of how the, what this offense is going to look like. So, how, how much do you think he really misses Des Bryant? Dude, I, I don't I'd think miss he does. Him. I'd, I'd miss him because, well, personality-wise, might be one thing, right? Um, you know, Tony might Tony might have looked back and said, like, man, I, I wish, you know, I wish what I had the opportunity to have, um, you know, Tony Romo. Des Bryant might have said, I wish what I had the opportunity to have Tony Romo a little bit longer, but you know, it's not the case. And then, the, and the, the offense has changed a little bit with Des. But you know, at the end of the day, I, I think that the tough thing is Des still eats up that best cornerback in, the, in that man-to-man coverage. He still requires, you know, double coverage at time, or even Jason Wittenwood. They bracket him at times. So because of that, like it opens up other guys, it makes your job a little bit easier. Not having that anymore, I uh, I think it, as as much as it makes you a little bit more unpredictable, and that plays to your advantage. There's also that of, like who's getting open, like in all seriousness, like who's the go-to guy when they have some, someone has to be man-to-man coverage and has to beat their best cornerback. Like I don't know who that guy is. Oh, Cole Beasley. I mean, come on. You know, the rapper, Cole Beasley. Right. You a big well, fan of his his rap game, by the way? Big I'm fan? not. And, uh, look, I, I like him as a player, but I think it's a lot to ask of, of Cole Beasley. Hmm. All right. Uh, what, the rap part or the actual receiver? Both. Part? Okay. Both. Um, Brady Quinn, Jonas Stocks here, Fox Sports Radio, as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next here on FSR. There is okay. I I think we may have found the worst job in all of sports. All right, this is the if you think your job is demanding, if you think your job is miserable, if you think your job is tough, this may be the worst job in all of sports. We'll tell you what it is next year on FSR. This is Allison Chains. All right, kick ass, man. Yeah, like right? just like the uh, what the the Phillies and Nationals are doing right now, huh? Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we think we might have found the worst job in all of professional sports, so we'll get to that. They <laughs> just scored again. We'll get to that here coming up in uh, just a couple of moments. want to let you know we are brought to you by Granger, the products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger for the ones who get it done. The coffin has closed on the chances of live bet Jesus to win this baseball game. He had the under of 10.5. They have just hit between the Phillies and Nationals. The Phillies a 6-5 lead over the Washington Nationals in the sixth inning. So a lot of time to play. They could add on more runs. So it's great to see that ERAs are at a minimum here in this game as these crummy teams continue to cost live bet Jesus money. He needs the NFL back in a hurry. It's unbelievable. And people have already taken to Twitter to start attacking live bet Jesus for once again doing what I think we're – We've grown accustomed to seeing Jonas. I mean, he just struggles. And when he digs a hole, there's there's no end in sight. He just keeps digging deeper and deeper and deeper. I mean, eventually he's going to find himself on the other side of the earth. But uh, at this point, I mean, I, I just I wonder how long he can sustain losing like this. 
You know, I would recommend uh, anybody that is near a Twitter account right now. I would recommend you do two things, right? And and uh, to do one thing, but it it'll it it's to serve two purposes, right? I want you to go and I want you to follow Brady Quinn at third underscore goal. Okay, first because he does great things with uh, veterans. Uh, it does a lot of great things throughout the course of the year. Does really, really good things. No joke. We do a lot of sarcasm, but his foundation is fantastic. You've helped out a lot of people tremendously, so it's a great cause. The second reason I want you to follow Brady on Twitter, at third underscore goal, is I want you to see the abuse he has just shot off at Live Bet Jesus. A loyal member of the show, as Brady Quinn, has just sent him a gif because he loves seeing Live Bet Jesus lose money. Big fan of it. One of his favorite pastimes is watching a member of the show lose money. So there you go. Follow Brady Quinn. Nice guy. As I've said earlier, all right, we're a team here, right? (laughs) And one of the biggest pieces of being a team is holding each other accountable. And if we can't be critical for live bet Jesus and the stink fest that he's put on the last few weeks, okay, I, I don't know what else to tell you. Maybe he should take a week off, all right? Just Maybe ride, he, live bet Jesus. Not now. I, I can't believe that I've ever said that. I don't know that there's ever been a period of time where he's been that good. Now, first of all, it's not like he's got a lot of options. Okay? So it's not a lot of options here. Well, he doesn't have to take okay. the under of, of total runs in a game. Right. He could have just taken the, the Phillies. Okay, everybody knows this. If it's... Hashtag clickbait. Okay, everybody knows this. When it's late at night... And say you're getting a little hungry, you've been drinking with your buddies, and everything's closed. You know, sometimes it's a little difficult to find dinner at a 7-Eleven. It's a little difficult. There's not a whole lot of options there. You it's, get yourself one of those meal replacement Metrex bars. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, okay, first of all, no, I don't. I gave up protein bars, by the way. We'll talk about that later. Oh, Did a lot of research. Listen, I'm doing research. Um, you go to a 7-Eleven, here are the options. Some buffalo wings that have been sitting there for three weeks that may as well be baby pigeons. Um, there's a, there's two slices of pizza, two slices of pizza. That's probably uh cardboard with uh red uh, food coloring in a pile of vomit and a couple of pepperonis served on top of it. You got a 40 ounce of Mickey's and you've got some sun chips. Those are the options. If you want dinner at a seven 11, that's what live bet. Jesus has got to work with. There's one baseball game and some crummy Formula One race on at the same time. What the hell do you want him to do? There's not a whole lot of options. He's trying to make dinner, and he's got garbage to, to pick from. You know, what, what, what's the age-old quote? Excuses are like, well. You can't say that. Uh, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, unbelievable performance uh, so far here. All right, we have found the worst job in sports. Uh, we know what the worst job is in radio. That's uh, being the tech producer for this show. As uh, the the uh, the friends upstairs will be shows. sending an email last, shortly. Last um, all right, so another NFL referee retires. Gene Steratore, everybody remembers him. He's the index card guy. Uh, Raider fans were blaming him uh, for put, using the index card as a prop. Like he was uh, the comic Gallagher smashing watermelons on stage. He used the index card during a Sunday night football game. I believe we were on the air for it. We thought it was funny. Uh, Raider fans did not. He decides to retire. Whatever. I mean, a referee retires, you move on in life. That's for this offseason. You think that's just a coincidence? Well, in his case, he's going to join CBS. Right. So he felt like he had a better opportunity to still follow a game, kind of do what he does, uh, but but fill kind of that niche that I think other networks are, are looking for because of how good Mike Pereira 
and Dean Blandino, two guys who've transitioned out of uh, being a part of, of the NFL as, as far as officials, um, or at least in Mike's case. I mean, Dean wasn't an official, but he was obviously the VP. Yeah. <clears throat> but, but anyway, the point is they do such a good job, and I think it looks so attractive that everyone wants to try to fill that void somewhere else. And so, look, most of these guys, I think there's a misconception that you know, even though they're full time, they they have other you know law firms that they run. They're other successful business owners, and then they do this as well. So it's not surprising that they want to move on from something else. I think we see this from time to time. I do believe though that they realize how much more difficult their job has become mm-hmm. because of the element of replay, and 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 how bad it can and leave them looking at the end of the day. And I think with the change. And, you know, the, the the rule now and how you have to use your helmet and taking out of a tackle, I think if, if people are on the fence now, it's probably enough motivation for them to say, you know what, I'm good. I, there's other opportunities. I'm going to take that. I don't want to deal with all the stuff that's going on right now with the rules right. and, and with, with what's, you know, happening with officiating in the NFL. Yeah, I 100% agree. I, I've always thought that if stress outweighs success in any situation, you got to get the hell out. And and you've got and these aren't like no name guys. Jeff Triplett, Ed Hockley, yeah. Terry McCauley, now Gene Steratore. Um, most of these guys are transitioning into a television role. Steratore's well, heading to CBS. Triplett's going to Monday Night Football. McCauley reportedly heading to, to NBC. And so I'm looking around, going, do I really just want to get get broken in half? by fans and media every time we quote-unquote butcher a play or be second-guessed all the time. I think these guys have gotten to a point where they're like, F this, man, I'm out of here. This is just no longer no longer enjoyable. They don't hate the game because they're still going to be involved in the game. They just don't want to deal with that job. Hey, and guess what makes this job even more pressure-packed? What what just happened recently? What just got passed in the, uh, yes. yeah, the, the Supreme helmet Court, right? The helmet, oh, and gambling, yes. Yeah, yep. think about that. Of course. Think about how much worse their job just got as you know a product of what's been what's happened with sports gambling, and as it becomes more you know legalized state by state, it only it only makes their job that much more important. And so again, I, I think people who are on the fence are probably like, you know what, now's as good as time as any. There's another opportunity. I'm taking it. And I think there's probably the thought too that you know this has become that much more sorted. It's become that much more hard to you know really take away the value of it. I, I think the question that should be asked is if the NFL values the integrity of the game as much as they say, why would you pay these guys something that it is that attractive? And all of a sudden, you've got guys who are getting you know six figures, and I'm, I'm not saying they have to be in the high six figures, but somewhere there in the middle to maybe less depending on tenure and merit, but you know, paying them well enough because you've got the means to do so, paying them well enough to keep them and actually keep them satisfied and happy and, 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 and able to deal with the stress of what they have to go through in their daily lives if they make a bad call in a game. Here's any, anybody that's working anywhere. If you're doing security right now, you're listening. If you're an Uber driver, if you're a bartender leaving the restaurant, whatever it is, if you're working tomorrow, you do construction, you do radio. I don't give a rip what it is. Whatever you do for work, imagine every single day that you walk into work, you know that at the end of your shift when you clock out or you leave the building, a minimum of half the room or half the venue or half the place hates your guts. That's an NFL official. Because if you make a call, one side's happy, one side's always pissed off. 
Nobody's ever 100% thrilled with what you did. And now you've got the helmet rule. You've got gambling involved to where people are going to call out your credibility if you make a call. He's in on the fix. These guys are looking around going, I'm out of here, man. <laughs> like, like This is neat and all, but I don't need to deal with this crap. And so 25% of the refs in the NFL have retired and, and left in the same offseason to go take other jobs. It's just not coincidence. No, and and then the last thing is, you know, in order to entice them to not, you know, be concerned or not worry about them, I don't know, maybe taking a little action on the side, impacting the game in that way, you'd have to compensate them enough to make them feel like it is enough. Like, you know, maybe I don't want to jeopardize this job, right? But all of a sudden you put them in a high-stress job where they're not receiving the appreciation by anyone out there. And they're just being dumped on by all the fans and people in the Twitter's, Twitter fear, Twitter sphere. And then you've got, you know, on top of that, the fact that you're not being compensated well for what you're doing. Like, that would probably make you more apt to make a poor decision yeah. and try to take advantage of it, right? Of what yes. impact you do have on the game. But if you, if you paid these guys well enough, and if you gave them benefits and, and all, that, all that good stuff, maybe they say, you know what, man, it's not worth it. Because I've got a good job and I've got a good thing going, and if I if I mess this up, it, I'm I'm, I'm going to ruin it for everyone. I'm going to ruin it for my family and everything else. It's not worth risking it because it's too good of a deal. I, I don't know that any any officials are saying that right now. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, a lot of controversy. A major event in the world of sports and a ton of controversy, all centered around this show. Wait till you hear what we've got for you next year on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, say hello to Steve DeSager. And hello. And don't you think our live bet guest should be changing his name by this point, considering how you, last Steve. few months yeah. have gone? Wow. I mean, was it the sacrilegious Jesus because he was supposedly perfect? Brady, it's been anything but perfect. Yeah, for you know it's been anything but DeSager. We should just call him live bet. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Steve, what's going on that Formula One race? <laughs> <laughs> or you're just the opposite. Think of something that changed the, you know, live bet Lucifer. Or something. Oh, come on. Oh, oh wow. come on, Steve. <laughs> How dare you? Or lose bet Lucifer oh, would be God. more accurate. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Steve. Anyway, next Sunday night, I looked it up. It's Red Sox at Yankees during the show next Sunday night. But I also found there's a WNBA game in Seattle. So if you wanted to go off the board next Sunday night, you do have options. And the next Sunday night after that, it's Golden State against Houston. Summer League basketball from ooh, Vegas. Ooh, There's ooh. one of your options in a couple weeks. Who are you talking to? Once that gets, well, you, you he's were, not here, Steve. You wrote, you pass along all messages to oh, him. Okay. So he's yeah. listening. All right, I'll let him know. I'm just listen. saying there there are options. Try right, and get out of the streak. Right. There happened to be 11 runs total in the game at the seventh inning stretch in DC right now. There was a rain delay earlier, so they're only headed to the bottom of the seventh inning. Phillies up six five on the Nationals. Cleveland won its seventh straight game, 12 two over Detroit. Indians had 19 hits in that one. Cincinnati won its seventh straight game, 8-6 over the Cubs. The Reds had seven runs in the seventh inning. Extra inning wins for San Francisco and Toronto for Tampa Bay and the Dodgers who got an 11th inning home run from Justin Turner to beat the Mets again, 8-7. That was the Dodgers' seventh solo homer of the day. Turner's shot. That ties a National League record. At the World Cup, England led 5-0 at the half and beat Panama 6-1. Japan tied Senegal 2-2. Japan scored the tying goal in the 78th minute, and Colombia shut out Poland 3-0. Poland is eliminated, losing its first two games of the tourney. Four games on the schedule tomorrow, starting at 10 a.m. Eastern time. NASCAR win today for Martin Truex Jr., Bubba Watson with the golf win. And you guys have heard of the all-you-can-eat seats that they have at ballparks at Dodger Stadium, for example. 
any seat in right field at Dodger Stadium. If you see a game on TV, any person sitting in right field in L.A., those are all all-you-can-eat Dodger dogs, well, is it 30 sodas, bucks? everything. Well, it's oh, more oh, for like when the Cubs visit tomorrow. I, I looked it up. If you bought a regular left field seat, it's 40 45 bucks. Right field is 60 bucks. They're all all-you-can-eat six, uh, seats. Anyway, so UNLV, not exactly drawing flies for its brand of college football at old Sam Boyd Stadium, uh, is going to try this, according to College Football Talk, for three of their home games this year. $79, you get a UNLV game. And all you can eat popcorn, soft drinks, nachos, and hot dogs. <laughs> For seventy nine bucks. Seventy nine dollars. They drew seventeen thousand fans last year on average. This is their next Ooh. to last season at that old place. And, uh, and then, of course, the Raiders are coming to town, and they'll how, join them. How much popcorn and nachos, no and soft drinks, do you have to Listen. drink to like actually equate to the real value of what it costs? For a consumer to actually well, buy buffet, you know what I'm buffets are a scam. Buffets yeah. buffets trick you into eating well, more. It's a scam. You don't need right. you don't need to go back for seconds. Speaking of you into eating more, that's the whole point. You go to a that's, buffet to load up, yeah. Jonas. Okay, so why would we're not, you? We're not all working on our mannish figure like you. Uh, you know what? I, I don't need uh, listen. I don't need to be shamed like this on the air. I mean, all that. I don't need to be shamed like all this the on the air. Diuretics you're I'll, taking. I'll, I'll have you know, I had a bell pepper. Potty. I, I splurged and had a bell pepper earlier today, raw, Brady Quinn. <laughs> oh, um, I also geez. ate it too. Um, so, so they're going to put it. Basically, they're using sort of the buffet theory at UNLV games in Vegas, where it's the home of buffets, and they think they're going to make money on this. Yeah, because these ones you get a football game and a buffet. Oh all right, God. you think it costs seventy nine dollars to go see UNLV game? Come on, man. What, what's what's average capacity there, Steve? Thirteen. <laughs> Seventeen thousand last year. Yeah, which is half capacity. Right. It's yep. it's a half empty place. Unbelievable. Or half full. Or half full. Exactly. I got an idea. Why don't you? Why don't I you, think the fans would be more than half full hey, with this. Yeah. I, I got an idea. <laughs> why don't Why don't you pay four bucks? Pay four bucks. Leave at halftime. Get in an Uber. Pay an extra thirty bucks, and then go eat shrimp cocktail for a dollar at Whiskey Pete's at State Line. I'd rather win a buffet in Las Vegas with my game ticket. No, unbelievable. Uh, All right. Uh, thanks, Steve. Uh, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, uh, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Uh, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. We've been doing this the past couple of weeks. It's turned into uh, a bit of a disaster for several of us. <laughs> Only one of us. Yeah. Uh, it is time for something called this. Now, it's World Cup Survivor. Every week during the World Cup, we are going to make our picks. Outside of Steve DeSager, nobody knows anything about soccer on this show, which makes this a disaster. Um, Eric Roberts is the quarterback of this segment. Eric Roberts, how did we all do last week? Jonas knows plenty about international <laughs> soccer, just for the record. Well, like you alluded to, Jonas, yes, Steve DeSager is the only one of the show with a flawless record. He pulled out another W with a Belgium win. Uh, between now and last show. Uh, Jonas, you were the only one to take a loss this week. Uh, Actually, he took two. He, he picked Poland, Poland, and they lost yeah. two yeah, games on, in man. one week. Come on, man. Yeah. He's you know, still in it, though? This you know, is yeah. double elimination. You know what this is? This is like the Little League World Series 
where we're all the 12 year olds and Steve is the 25 year old for Chinese Taipei <laughs> that's that's hitting 500 feet home runs and you find out later on that he was 13 years older than all there's, the other there's kids. There's always the one six foot kid that's yeah, from it's just yeah yeah, yeah Steve is that Danny six Almonte, foot one right? guy. Yeah. What was the, what was yeah, Danny Yo, Jonas knows plenty. It's just because he's yeah. behind now. Suddenly he somehow doesn't know anything well, about world soccer. I got screwed because I actually, so it says that I took Poland over Senegal. That's not actually what happened. Okay, I wanted Senegal. And the reason I wanted Senegal is because uh, it sounded kind of like Steven Seagal. And I was a big fan <laughs> of his growing up. And so that's why I chose that over Poland. But of course, you guys went in afterwards. You doctored the audio and you made me say Poland. So of course I lost. But again, Whatever, I'm not going to make excuses. Not Jonas, quite. did you tell them about what happened with the, the shower situation and all that? Was Senegal and all that, the other team, or no? Uh, no, we've been dumped enough on this show tonight. Okay. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll, We're running out of room Stay clear here, of that. Uh, yeah. Um, yes, and Brady almost <laughs> Brady almost did uh, join you in the loss column this week, but he was saved by uh, a stoppage time goal by Germany, uh, we mentioned earlier in the show. Oh, that was what an absolute goal. classic. Just right there to touch it to a cross. What a fire Quinn wins. Great game, guys. I had I had a blast. I was, it was. In fact, you guys mentioned NBA draft. That got like three million in the ratings this week. That Germany game got five point four million. It was yesterday. awesome. Wow. It was an awesome game. Game was incredible. The defending champs. Yeah. yeah. I can't pick them anymore. Saved though. you. Yeah. You, they are off your board now. <laughs> so yeah, guys. So we're gonna move into next week. We're gonna only go. We only have games Monday through Thursday. The final couple of games in the group stage before the knockout. So we're gonna miss the first couple of games for next show. But we're gonna pick. Through the last couple games, I mean, there's about. So you're 10 saying or so. pick a Monday through yes, Thursday game. Pick a game. Monday through yeah. Thursday game. Uh, don't double pick. I do have a list, so don't try to sneak one by me. Uh, like I said earlier, Steve DeSager is the only one without a loss, so everybody else has a loss. So it is our own knockout stage in a way. Um, so we can uh, start with. You want to start? Who, who wants to go first? Uh, Steve, you know, let Steve go let's first. Steve go first. I, I haven't important. picked Germany yet, so I'm picking Germany over a woeful South Korean offense. Mm. Nice. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, Jonas, are you up? Or, okay, uh, I'll go. Your, what's your plan, I'll go. Everybody? And I have a, I have a, a strategy behind this. Uh, yeah, are you, what, are you a big fan of law of averages? Do you think that law of averages say that if something crazy happens, probably not going to happen again? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. What are the chances? that I get burned by Senegal again. (laughs) What are the chances? So you know what? Screw it. In honor of one of the great shows in Netflix history, Narcos, I'm going Colombiana! Colombia! To take it. Colombia over Senegal coming up on June the 28th, whatever day that is during the week, uh, probably at at 4 in the morning, Hawaii time. I'm going to go Colombia (laughs) over Senegal in honor of Narcos, um, in honor of uh, you know all, the great cast of Narcos, Thursday morning game. Right? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Thursday yeah. morning. Uh, I'm going to take. Uh, I'm going to take Colombia. I'm going to take Colombia. You know, Pablo Escobar. Are you, are you done yet? Uh, uh, Gust- Gustavo no. Gaviria. All you know, all the uh, the Colombians off uh, Narcos. I'm going to go Colombia. And Colombia okay. with a ton of fans there today. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I'm going to take uh, Spain over Morocco. All right, Ooh, well, I was going to give the next it. pick to Bobo Brady, but since you jumped in line there, um, Bobo, you're up. Oh, okay. I, just because I was only going to do – I was going to give Brady no. the last pick just because I knew it would take hey, him off. That's BS. You know what? You don't know why Roberts is pissed? Because he was going to take Spain. Oh, that's no. why he's pissed. No, no, no. I have, I have my two teams picked, and you can see them. I'm, Spain is not on my board. Okay. okay. Nice. Saving them for the Wait, so who's the, Bobo going to take? Yes. I'm going with Mexico 
Oh. Viva la Nazza! Bubba, were you the ones doing donuts in the middle of Huntington Park yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> my, my city was shut down after Mexico won. Guys. Every yeah, game they win, the police get that. called it to was, East LA. Oh, I love it. All right, guys, I'll, I'll finish it off here. I'm going to go with Argentina over Nigeria. I think Lionel they Messi it, figures man. it out. They need some help, too, right? DeSager, what's, what's the situation? Oh, they need big-time help. It's possible Argentina could be out after the group stage. So they, they don't have, have a win yet. Nigeria, and then what do they need after that? Um, I think, if, I think if they need to pass two, two teams in the yeah. standings in one day. Uh, by the way, you know, I love Fox's coverage. has been awesome. Might be a good idea not to pan up to Diego Maradona after every time a player gets injured for Argentina. <laughs> First of all, that guy's a psycho. There's videos of Diego Maradona, no joke. I'll find them on YouTube of him doing cocaine on the field after, oh, right geez. after a game is over. I, I'm not kidding. Go back to cocaine. I'm, I'm not kidding. This is I'm not a made up story. Diego Maradona. They they pan to him up in the crowd after an Argentina player is down on the ground, and he's voicing and doing the gyrations of the the uh, Spanish term for testicles. If you know what I mean. We'll just say that because I didn't want to get us uh, dumped again here uh, uh, for a record 19th time on the show. Uh, I would just I would just recommend Fox not pan up to Diego Maradona any longer. It's not a good idea. Or, or maybe the German coach who tends to put his hands in places where no he, kidding he everywhere, and then back on his face. That's so weird, man. And, he, and no, you didn't think would somebody would talk to him? Like, hey, man, stop smelling yourself. It's not the first <laughs> World Cup this is, or first tournament, period, like, this is. Like, like, hey, man, what are you doing? Looking for loose change in your BBDs? Are Germany games is, never on TV? Does no one, does no one tell you? know what's funny? Man. The security guard for the San Diego Chargers. <laughs> I didn't know he was German. He actually was German. Yeah, he was German. That's. I think there's like a loose relationship to the, uh, the head coach there for Germany. Oh, to man. answer your question, Eric, Argentina needs to pass Nigeria and Iceland in the standing, so they need Nigeria and Iceland to lose. Okay. All right. Uh, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio, as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, by the way, we've got a story for you coming up next. It involves teammates, NFL players, and vandalism. This is hot. Next here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. We've got a really, really good story for you. It involves former NFL teammates and uh, vandalism. So we'll get to that here coming up in uh, just a couple of minutes here on Fox Sports Radio. We do have great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. It is, I believe, we're officially the the sports, the most popular sports talk radio show for people listening on the iHeartRadio app in um, Medellin, Colombia. How about that, Brady? Wow. Yeah. Everyone's Would have never gonna, thought. Everybody's going to be uh, going to be polling for Colombia over Senegal because they want to see me advance in our World Cup Survivor Pool. They're going to be pretty fired up. They're going to take their little pregame cocktail, if you know what I mean, and they will be ready to go. Yeah, they'll be uh, very, very excited about it. Um, we are very excited, and you should be very excited, because Chris Plank and Arnie Spanier are coming up less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, so make sure you stick around for that. Um, did you happen to see the story involving former NFL players Jabbar Gaffney and Lito Shepard, former teammates at the University of Florida? Yeah, I, I did. Actually, I was a, a former teammate of Jabbar Gaffney, uh-huh. so uh, I immediately saw the headline, and I thought, hey, wonder what Jabbar's up to, and uh, read the article. A little bit surprised. It is. Uh, so here's how it goes. Um, Lito Shepard was eating at a restaurant last week in Florida, in Jacksonville Beach. 
And while he's having uh, dinner at the restaurant, he left to find out that his car had been vandalized while he was eating. And so they watched surveillance video taken by the restaurant. And the police report found, um, and he recognized Jabbar Gaffney and his girlfriend as the vandals of his car. Uh, Quote, Gaffney retrieved some type of tool and a container from the suspect's vehicle, walked over to the passenger side of the victim's vehicle near the gas tank, and pried it open. Gaffney then poured an unknown substance from the container into the gas tank. (laughs) The unknown female walked around the vehicle and stabbed all of the tires with a sharp object. Apparently, these guys had a falling out years ago. They were friends. When you just see that sort of action taken to a guy who's just eating dinner at the restaurant, what's your best guess as to why it led to that? Well, I have no idea about that. Uh, Let me ask you this, though. Okay. If you slash the tires, why do you need to put anything in the gas tank? Like, the car's not going anywhere. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) It's like, so, like, whatever substance you put in there, I'm guessing urine. Um because no that's way. the only thing that is, is, is like spiteful enough to be like, yeah, and I and I, you know, pee no. the jug and put Wait it in a his second. gas tank. Of all the things they could put in his gas tank, you would go urine. I go sugar. I hear sugar really f's up the gas tank. Well, but that's so that's what I'm saying. If like if you're really trying to mess up the car, why would you go through the trouble of slashing the tires? Why would you just put in sugar then or uh, whatever else? Uh, look, um, you can ask the same thing. Like, why did Jeffrey Dahmer uh, uh, put? Oh, jeez. Uh, well, why did? Why did? Don't. You know. Okay, so go back to what would have. Why made when this you? Happen. Why when you open up the freezer at Jeffrey Dahmer's place next to the fish ticks, is there a trachea and a human hand? You know, like you already killed him. You didn't need to freeze him too, Jeff. You know what I mean? No, I, I, I I'm either. not even going to touch that. Um, anyway, <laughs> I, I'm not sure what this altercation could have been about. Uh, it just—it sounds like it's pretty heated, though. Yes. Or it sounds like it's a mistaken identity. One of the two. I'm not—I'm not really sure which one. What would you, if you wanted to vandalize my car, what would you do? Uh, well, I mean, live bet Jesus hasn't done well, so I'm not sure you even have a car after this week's loss. <laughs> this is unbelievable. I just—you know what I would say to that? You know what that—what you did right there? You know what I would call it? I'd call it racist. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.